Warning, the following episode contains adult language and screaming goats. Listener discretion is advised. The Pinball Network is online. Launching The Pinball Show. Pinball is a game of skill. For some, it's a passion and a lifestyle. It's time for the Pinball Show. It's pinball with personality. Welcome to the lovely winter wonderland around Christmas time on the Pinball Show, episode 43 with your host, myself, Zach Minnie, and my compadre, Dennis Creasel. Dennis, mm. how's it going today? Did you have a nice little break from me? Yeah. Uh, it sounded like uh, Jason Fowler went over really well with folks. People like the Fowler. Yeah, the slap save. He, I think even he enjoyed it as well. Do you? I do. I do so much so that we you might could be, be right. Yeah, we might be hearing more of Fowler in the future. Yeah, a little foreshadowing there. Oh, spoilers! So, Dennis, do you have your stocking hanging on your mantle? Yes, I do. Oh, does it have your name embroidered on it? No, it is a stocking that is approximately <laughs> like uh, two inches in size. Oh, that's a little. I hang stocking. these little stockings. I hang little stockings. Was well, this a stocking for ants? Yes, it is. It's an ant-sized stocking. I don't put anything in them. They're just decorative. It's going to have to be at least three times the size. So uh, do you do you drink the eggnog? It's Christmas time. I mean... Uh, yes, I do drink eggnog. I don't have any right now. I don't know if I'll get any this year. You oh, know, it's like a thousand calories a cup. So you have, <laughs> it's like if I drink a glass of eggnog, I can't eat for half the day. Do you this partake in, do you partake in, in the, the cons- consumption of spirits? During no, the holiday. Not usually, no. Really? Nope. Don't get a little loose. I, I grew up in a dry house. I did not know that. Hmm? Dry, and naked house. So I, we didn't, we just didn't have that stuff around. Hmm. By choice? I don't understand. No, don't, uh, the law came and took all the spirits. It's a dry house here. Have, couldn't have any. No, no, no. We weren't like in a county that forbade it or anything. Okay, it was that's just, what I was we didn't, they, my parents didn't drink, so we didn't have alcohol for Christmas or anything. Do you think you'll get plastered this Christmas? No, I don't. I don't normally drink ever on Christmas. You don't want to get drunk together and do a Zoom call? I'm in. I think that sounds terrible. Oh, why? What else are you going to be doing? What are you going to be doing on the holidays here? I'd probably be opening my two inch stocking. Do you believe in Santa? Well, here, here's what I believe, Zach. I believe that if you want to buy yourself a gift, it's a great way just to label it from Santa and then stick it under the tree. Do you think you're going to be bringing in any pretty cool gifts from family? Well, I mean, it, most people probably just buy off of my wish list. So, yeah, I guess. Oh, please tell me what's on your wish list. I'm not telling you. Come on, it's just a, a couple things. No, it's a secret. I'll tell Santa. Would, would you like to know. know my lamest gift on the list? I would. Thank you. A paper shredder. Well, that's not too lame. It's pretty lame. Okay. Is it uh, a dedicated one with a bin, or do you have to add it to the top of your bin? No, it's a dedicated one with a bin. Yeah. And it can shred CDs, in case you still have any from 1997. 
Nicely done. So that means it can shred credit cards and all kinds yes. of stuff. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you're seeing identity. it. You're seeing it. Yeah. Before you leave the country. But I don't know if I'm going to get it. Sniff. <laughs> it's like a wedding registry. I like that you have a <laughs> wish list. Is it through like searsrobuck.com or something? Through Amazon. Do you have any jammies on that list? No. Do you wear jammies on Christmas? On Christmas Eve, yes. Awesome! That's so I cool. always get a set <gasps> from my mom. I love it. I And I usually wear them once, and then I give them to Goodwill. Man, she must not be buying the good jammies. I don't normally wear jammies. I love that you said it. So what are you going to be doing on Christmas? I want I want a quick rundown of your Christmas activities. Is it well, the- I'll probably see my parents. We'll do a socially distanced Christmas mm-hmm. at their house. Okay. And um, I, I don't think any of my other family will be there. So that'll mm. be it. All right. Well, you're- we'll probably do Chinese. Well, a Christmas story and a Creasel household quasi-tradition. Okay. Fred Julie. I got you. Mm-hmm. Will your chestnuts be roasting on an open fire, if you know what I mean? No, we don't do fire. What? They don't have a fireplace. Scarecrow family? (laughs) Fire! Oh, sorry if I offended all you scarecrows out there. I'm trying to think what, uh, since you didn't fucking ask. Um, I will be spending the days as well with my beautiful and wonderful wife and children. I'll be opening up presents with them. And then I will be scouring through our supply of batteries. And trying to equip all of the new toys with batteries, as well as assembling every godforsaken toy that my wife has bought them. Are you going to record those and like and assemble them blindfolded and assemble them drunk and assemble them while bees are stinging you? (laughs) Bees! You know all the all the stupid crap you do with the pinball stuff. What is that? What is that? What is it? Oh no! Not the bees! Not the bees! <laughs> oh. Yeah, oh. I, I don't think so, but you're giving me ideas over here. What was the gift you wanted the most, though? I mean, like for this year, no. Oh, like an iTunes gift card or, well, you use, no, uh, no. you probably I, use I, Microsoft Zune still or something. That's mean to say, and <laughs> I do not. Well, that sounds pretty, uh, pretty, what was the word I'm looking for? Pretty underwhelming overall, Dennis. Mm. Well, I'm sorry that I've, uh, I and my lifestyle have disappointed you yet no, again. It's just to the point that I just, thanks COVID. I want to drive over to your house, have matching jammies, drink eggnog together. I hate matching clothes and I've seen your family photos. You guys are fans of that stuff. Well, let the record show my wife is. I, have, <laughs> I, I wasn't going to make any but... accusations. I'm just going to say <laughs> that I've noticed there's a preponderance of putting people in the same shirts. <laughs> oh, and I'm just like, God. oh, please. No, I would love to spend the holidays with you, but I know uh, we can't because of COVID. And I know that that's the only reason that we can't. It's the only reason. <laughs> We're going to kick it over to our correspondents for some pretty good news. There's a lot oh. of news this week. And wow. uh, I, I want to, uh, I really want to showcase the correspondents did a really good job this week. Uh, some of them went above and beyond. Thank you so much for that. And Who went above us and be honest. Was it Chris Chandler, the strongest of the correspondents this week? I'm going to give it to, I'm going to give it to Dr. John. Oh, yeah, he gets well, the correspondent of the John week recently. award. Yep. He gets the award this week. Uh, okay. You're going to hear it now, but first hold up. Yeah, I can't. 
I can't do it. I cannot go on without being a part of your Christmas. Dennis, it's just, it just wouldn't be right without me just uh, professing my love and showcasing that here to the listening audience. I got a gift for you, Dennis. You shouldn't have, and I, I mean that. I know, I know, and here's the thing. Here's why I'm popping it up on here. I knew that if I would have given you a gift, you would have returned it, or you would have gotten upset. I know that we agreed that there's no gifts. There's no, this is the agreement. There's no thing. Um, lucky if I even am referred to you as a friend in public. I get it, but Nicole and I wanted to give you a gift, so we did, and I'm going to throw it on you right now. Uh, so that you, cause you can't tell these people no, right? This is from your listeners too. Everybody came together. They didn't, but <laughs> yeah, they're, I'm sure they they're came come together. together. And just like the, uh, who's in Whoville, we, uh, we purchased something for you that I think means a lot to us. And I wanted to present it to you here. What I'm going to do is I'm going to text you a picture of it because I don't have it yet, <laughs> but, but it's on its way. Um, saying it's just taking a little bit longer this time around. And I want to get your reaction here live on the air because why not showcase our relationship live here? Does that sound good? Okay. Well, I guess I have no choice. I'm scared. All right, listener, I'm sending over a picture to Dennis Creasel via text form right now. He is going to be upset. That's just the way it's going to be. But deep down, his heart's going to grow three sizes bigger. It's a fun Grinch reference. Let me know when you got it. Messenger. Oh, you didn't actually do this. Uh-huh. Dennis. Absolutely I did. Oh, no, that's way too much. What? No. No, it's not too much. Yeah, no. You, that's, not, that's not appropriate. Dennis, I ha- I, sure it's not appropriate. When have I ever been appropriate? Come well, on. that's a fair point, but <laughs> absolutely. Merry Christmas, buddy. Wow. Well, uh, th- thank you very much. You will accept it. Well, I, it would be rude to refuse. Thank so. you. That's all I so wanted. I, Cause I, I knew you'd throw a fit. I, that's what I thought. Wow. I, I'm, I'm very surprised. Wow. <laughs> you really should not have done that though. I, I know. I knew it would make you feel uncomfortable, but I just wanted to showcase because you do a lot of people don't realize how much you do uh, and you help out in a lot of ways. And I don't always get to uh, thank you for that. So I wanted to thank you in a way that I thought you would enjoy. And uh, and I wanted to have the listener share that experience with us. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, I, I, uh, so I guess I should. It's a it's an Xbox Series uh, X, I guess. Absolutely. I ain't going to shorten you, short change you on an S or whatever the hell they I mean, call I can't. <laughs> I can't, it's, you know, it's just the, the preparing to preparing order image. So it's hard to tell, but yeah, yeah. Um, I was wow. able to secure one. Whew, Dennis, we have been for the last couple of weeks trying our damnedest to get Dennis Creasel a new Xbox series X. And it happened as you see on December 15th, I was able to secure an Xbox series X for one of my best buddies, Dennis Creasel, but it says it arrives by January 7th, but I think it might come early. Who knows, but it's on its way, man. So hopefully your cyberpunk will work better, but I, you probably bought the digital version, but no, no, I have a disc. It was a gift. Oh, does it work on but, the Xbox series X or you got to buy another one? No, no, it does. Oh, <gasps> yeah. Sweet. No more long jumps for you, my friend. Oh, I don't know. The bugs are supposed to be there. Just not the crashes. <laughs> oh, okay. But, yeah. 
I now I feel bad because you know I sent you nothing. No, you did believe me. I didn't expect. I didn't want. Uh, the whole point of this whole thing was for me to sh- just show you some appreciation because I, I get enough from you, man. I, I honestly do. I will say thank you. It's it's far kinder than I warranted. Not true, but you absolutely fully accepted. I appreciate you, buddy. And happy holidays to all of those. Let's kick it over to our correspondents and see what they've drummed up for us. Note that it wasn't a free pinball machine, folks. <laughs> I'm waiting for Queen Taker to send you one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, hook me up. She'll send you an alien. <laughs> it's time for TPN Industry News. Hi all to this week's Christmas edition of the Pinball Show with the SHIT update, that spooky haggis industry talk for those who don't know, with Dr. John. No news this week, just wanted to pass on my holiday greetings, whatever method of celebration you prefer to use in your locality. I hope you have a, a good celebration with friends if possible via virtual meetings if necessary and with pinball at all costs have a good one hopefully 2021 will be better and look forward to seeing what the future holds i've got a couple of greetings which will be played from the spooky and the haggis team and i'll leave that up to zach to insert where appropriate catch you all next year hey bug we're supposed to record a christmas greeting for uh, zach and Den- oh, I know Zach. Zach's a nice one from straight down the middle, right? Oh, yeah, we know Zach. Yeah, okay, so Zach and Dennis and all the listeners of The Pinball Show. Wait, is that the actual Wait, title of the show? The Pinball the Show? Pin- that's very creative. Hang on, let's look at... Let's check that out, hang on. The Pinball... Pull it up on Google quick. I'm typing and... Oh, here. Oh, Wait. here's some reviews. All right, uh... Two-hour podcast, minimal pinball. Not sure how anyone could listen to this two-hour... Oh, wow. Lame attempts at humor. Stupid singing? Awful funny voices. They stole our act. These Joe's <laughs> buggers. Okay, so they just think they can call their podcast any old pinball show. Just steal our ideas. All right, well, happy Christmas to everybody except Zach and Dennis. Yeah, yeah, screw those guys. Everybody with an original podcast. Let, let's go leave a review. Yeah. It again? Is it recording? Uh, Anterior butthole. Anterior butthole. <laughs> stat! Order that in. Good thing. Dr. John, show us your anterior butthole stat. Stat. Hey, everybody. Shut up. Hey, everybody. It's Damien and... Ah, oh, fuck. I forgot. Dr. Good start, aren't we? Hey, everybody. It's Damien and... Greg. From Haggis. I've got a couple of ring-ins. Martin Robbins here. Jesse J. <laughs> and we're all at Hashman's Christmas party wishing everybody a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I hope your balls are shiny and your stat. Your <laughs> interior potholes are sufficiently evacuated. Stat. And your flippers are long. One, two, three. Merry Christmas! Not even Stern can outrun the long arm of the law. Hey everyone, Craig here again, the Pinball Show's Stern News Correspondent. Yes, the rock icon's Led Zeppelin Pinball Machine was officially shown in all its glory on Friday night live on the Stern Facebook page in an effort to try and avoid copyright infringement strikes by not streaming the game on their usual Twitch live streaming platform. However, as predicted by Travis Murray on his Marv Loco YouTube channel, 
even Stern couldn't outrun the long arm of the DMCA bots with their own license, as the stream was unfortunately pulled on Facebook as well after a mere 30 minutes of live streaming. Oh my god, can you believe it? This was of course much to the disappointment of hundreds of pinheads that had tuned in to catch a first glimpse of Stern's tribute to the 70s iconic rock group. Reviews on Stern's Led Zeppelin have so far been a little mixed, with most criticism being leveled toward the game's somewhat controversial art packages and relatively wide open playfield with few moving toys or innovative mechanical features. However, once seen in action with all its psychedelic RGB colors and rocking tunes, most that turned into the stream could see that Steve Ritchie was living up to his King of Flow title as the ball rocketed around the playfield and by the end, most in attendance agreed, the game looked fun and left the crowd wanting more as the stream was sadly pulled from the internet. And with sales of the limited edition Zeppelins machines selling out upon the game's announcement and interest in the pros and premium editions continuing to be high, Stern should have no trouble meeting their sales forecasts again and keeping that all-critical manufacturing line rolling. For The Pinball Show, I'm Craig Bobby. Happy Holidays! Happy New Year! Keep on rocking! Bye bye bye! Sell sell sell! Be safe and catch ya on the flip side! Jesus Christ. Oh my God, I don't want to do another one of these ever again. Like, seriously. Can 2020 please be over yet? I mean, holy fuck. Give me Zach on line one, I've had enough. <laughs> Hi, this is Ken Rudberg with your Jersey Jack update. When the promo video came out for Guns N' Roses, I think people were a little surprised at how slick and professional it was. It was put together by a company called Elements Studio, and Jersey Jack posted on their Facebook page a short video that shows the behind-the-scenes making of the trailer. The video shows how they wanted to create a concert-like experience for the pinball reveal, and that they even used animations from the Guns N' Roses World Tour in the background on the LED screens. This was the same company that produced trailer videos for both The Hobbit and Dialed In, but I think it's safe to say that they really upped their game with this Guns N' Roses promo. Many are calling this the new gold standard for pinball reveals, and the video gives a nice behind-the-scenes tour of how they did it. For The Pinball Show, this has been Ken Rudberg with your Jersey Jack update. Alright, I couldn't leave you guys hanging with no news before Christmas. Matt Morrison here with your CGC update for the week. I'm going to give you guys the old Kenner IOU, like the first run of Star Wars figures. Not a full reveal, just a little taste of what's to come. Something you haven't heard anywhere yet. Most of you know it's widely reported the next title from CGC is Cactus Canyon. I'm now hearing it's coming in January, and if you thought CGC's other toppers were awesome, you haven't seen anything yet. I'm hearing this is the most interactive and beautiful topper CGC has ever produced. So Dennis, grab a bucket of water, because the Topper King is getting hot, hot, hot and bothered by all this Topper talk. He's going to be on about this thing for the next three weeks. In all seriousness, I hope all of you have a safe and happy, healthy holiday, and I hope to see some of you at a show sometime in 2021. Fingers crossed. For Chicago Gaming Company, I'm Matt Morrison. Back to you guys. Hey, this is Kaz with a quick American Pinball update. While there's no major news this week, American Pinball is having a sale, up to 20% off merchandise, parts, and accessories. 
and also available there's just a very few Amy Pen 16 by 20 translites are illuminated by lit frames. Check out the American Pinball Facebook page for more details. Hope everybody has a great week. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Hope everyone has fun playing pinball. For the Pinball Show, this is Brian Cosner. All right, Dennis, always great to hear from the correspondents, especially well, this Well, usually week. great. I don't know oh, there. <laughs> it looks like Craig Bobby's done for the year. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I hope your call went with him uh, well. Yeah, well. Is he going to start asking you to like to segregate out all the red M&Ms out of the bowl for him? He's getting a little big. Yeah. Yeah, that's I'm, that's my worry. Yeah, I had to uh, had to bring him down a couple notches. That's okay. Instead of hey hey hey, he's hey hey hey. I think I think we're good there. Hmm. We love okay. Craig Bobby. Thank you, Craig. Well, and you're the people person, so you you smooth all that stuff out. But, I, I don't but talk, am I? I don't talk to these folk. But am I? Kinda. I mean, in a way, no, but in a way, yeah. yeah depends on who like you talk you, to. you have training in that. I don't. Um, Which makes I don't it more do sad that. for me. Dr. John reached out, wished us a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, as well as some of his friends from Spooky Pinball and Haggis Pinball. Thank you all uh, to those organizations. Uh, Bugs, I don't Charlie think Damien. they know me. What? I got what? that distinct vibe. Well, they I bought one of their the games. Nice direct. <laughs> direct. Direct. Well, maybe Morgan, a.k.a. Squirrel, knows you. Or KT. That's true. Morgan probably knows me. Morgan. That's who I interact with uh, on the dealer side. Morgan. But her email is Squirrel. It's so funny. I love it. Mm. So that was a lot of fun. Thank you to all the gang over there. Haggis sounded... Uh, they had some of our other friends on there. Jesse J and Martin Robbins, etc. Celebratory. Yeah, very festive. That group over there. I don't think they grew up in the same dry house I did. <laughs> Very wet house over there. Yeah. I love, like a slip and slide down there. <laughs> I, I love that that entire, that entire continent is like rubbing their lack of COVID cases in our faces at this point. Well, I can't blame them. So. I, I just picture all of their Christmas parties, them licking one another as they open <laughs> presents. No, come on. Eh, have you ever met the Aussies? I've met a few, but I've never been to Australia. They're a touchy-feely bunch over there, and mm. I love it. Stern Pinball this week announces Led Zeppelin, their mm. new cornerstone title for Q4 2020. We'll see. We had that announcement on Tuesday? Tuesday in the stream yeah. on Friday. Yeah. Yes. A little behind-the-scenes action, if you guys enjoy that here at the Pinball Show. On Tuesday morning, right before the reveal, distributors and dealers had that that uh, teleconference with Gary Stern or video conference and always fun. I love those things. It's one of my favorite parts of being a dealer, as I've said before, but some tidbits that Gary Stern gave us that you might not hear elsewhere. He talked about the license of Led Zeppelin Dennis and how difficult that was to really obtain. We'd only as media assumed that um, and expected it to be really difficult, but he said it was very much confirming. It was very difficult to obtain. He also talked about working years to actually get that Led Zeppelin license. Well, they are notorious for being uh, challenging to obtain licensure for, so I'm not too surprised by this. Absolutely. Gary Stern also referred us over to a source, uh, businessinsider.com, who reports that Led Zeppelin, their fourth album, four, Led Zeppelin four is the seventh best-selling album of all time. He was talking to us about why that license uh, is still relevant, why it's popular, and why it makes sense to create a pinball machine around it. Okay, well, I don't know why they didn't do any art from Led Zeppelin 4 then. 
I knew it was their biggest selling. I knew it was their biggest selling album. I didn't know that it was seventh best selling of all time. Oh, the album art on Led Zeppelin's. Four, well, and that was kind of you know, four is the guy with like the bundle of sticks, if yes. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure I didn't describe that very fairly at all. Isn't that the old guy with the sticks? I think that's the sticks album. Worse than they are on the pro, but we'll get to that. So seventh best uh, selling album all time. He also was showing the actual top seven best selling albums of all time. Some of which they've already covered. ACDC was in there, I believe. Um, Who else was in there? Beatles were in there. They've covered that. Other things that he kind of... uh, suggested they probably aren't going to go after things like Michael Jackson's album. Uh, I believe it was thriller that was in there and Billy Joel. Well, could you go for a Billy Joel pinball machine? I I mean, I, I enjoy Billy Joel. Yeah. I like Billy Joel, but aren't you going to get pin, uh, pinball people saying that piano is too soft and slow for pinball. Mm. Yeah, it could be. I mean, I, well, I, I don't, I'm not sure that's actually true. I'm not sure that song speed really matters as much as people claim it does, but. I don't either after listening to the ballads on JJP's Guns N' Roses, but okay, I, I, I see your point. I also talked about the, and we know this, but the the pro artwork on the Led Zeppelin pinball machine is based off of the album artwork for three, uh, their their third their third album there over at Led Zeppelin, which many have been kind of creating memes about already. Uh, <coughs> I don't know what you mean. Uh, well. Yeah. Uh, I got a message. That's all. And the, it was nicely done too. The premium artwork is based off of their album art from one. Um, you see that Zeppelin blimp, uh, in the Hindenburg kind of, and then the LA artwork Gary talked about is being based off of the Zeppelin recording label, their branding, uh, depicting that Icarus figure. With that being said, we rolled into the actual announcement where we got the, the sizzle, uh, video of it. We had all types of high-res pictures. It was nice to get. I've got to be honest, Dennis. When I when I first was presented this in the in the meeting, we were presented with the the photos and video of the pro, and then we were presented the premium LE versions. And my first response was, "What is this?" I was a bit taken back. Honestly, we're so used to artwork that is defined by Zombie Yeti or Chris Franchi or Dirty Donnie or the likes. This was not it. Uh, and then we saw the play field, and that didn't surprise me as much because I'm used to contemporary, modern Steve Ritchie layouts. But what was your first reaction when you seen the video, uh, the, the teaser of this? I was, I guess, not surprised, and that disappointed me. Mm-hmm. I just, it's, it's like, I'd heard that there was going to be, like, it's going to be a three flipper game. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, I know where that third flipper will be. And it was where it was going well, to you're be in the warp ramp. And yeah. And I just, uh, and of course, you know, Steve Ritchie, I did expect it to be a flow game and I, I didn't want him to deviate from, from that aspect of it, but I just, I saw it and I was underwhelmed. Yeah, I think it's fair. Let's go through the main features and then we'll talk about some details and our thoughts regarding this recent Cornerstone release by Stern Pinball. We know the designer Steve Ritchie software is being done uh, by Tim Sexton as lead as well as another group of coders there. We have 10 full length songs uh, in this game. Music is interactive to the gameplay, which is nice to hear. I like that. Uh, We've seen a lot of that on Guns N' Roses. So we're getting a lot of things. We're lighting, music, all interacting 
to the playability of the title. We have live concert footage. That was a nice surprise. Uh, we have some custom animation for each and every song. So we get live concert footage for, for each of those songs. And it's not current stuff. This is old archival 70s goodness, yumminess of the live concert experience of Led Zeppelin. And there's no better time to showcase Led Zeppelin than then. Than, uh, than, than. We have a sweepable bank of drop targets. A lot of people aren't talking about that. Gary Stern was really big on that, that the center drop down targets on that third flipper, they actually are sweepable. That's a cool shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is cool. The premium LE version is going to offer some things that the pro version doesn't, including the electric magic multiball. It is a mechanism that rises out of the play field. Think what, what would, what would I think of? I wouldn't think of iron monger. Would I, <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Uh, think iron monger rising out of the play field, a cool effect. This one, a very smooth effect too. It has a, an opto spinner surrounded by the mechanism and it's a pass through. So you hit this opto spinners, a pass through and you get a magnet mechanism, an entire plate that's magnetized that after you've built that up enough, it will lock in there. The mechanism will drop taking the ball with it. And then later upon return, you've got to knock it out a la Star Trek to disengage that, that, to mm. get that multi-ball. Yeah. Goal. Vengeance shot style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we do have that. I'm glad that there is an opto spinner uh, in there. We also get a new thing from Stern pinball that feels familiar, uh, but it, it is certainly a take on uh, additional lighting for a concert like experience. It's called the expression lighting system which there are 96 RGB LEDs that are mounted inside the routing and, and inside routed cabinet of the premium LE model, as well as an optional accessory for the pro model. We know that the pro has three ramps. The premium LE technically has four ramps. And for more information, photos, videos, you can go to Stern Pinball's social media, Facebook, Instagram, or their website for additional photos if you want to follow along. Okay, Dennis, is there a model that stands out? Yeah, uh, premium. Okay, premium LE. I guess you want to consider it as a group. I. So it's substantial I, to you the additions you get in that. Oh my gosh, the pro so stripped, Zach. Yeah. It's so stripped. I. Not a lot I just, going on. I mean, so there's no toy on the pro. I I can't count the static blimp, the Zeppelin. I because <laughs> it doesn't interact with the ball. Isn't it just a cover on the ramp? Yes. I would have loved to have seen lo- balls locked in there physically. I mean, but no. so I guess all you get is the little jiggly Icarus guy. You get the Icarus the... when you hit it like a leaper. Yeah, a little, yeah, up. leaper. Thank you. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, and we haven't really seen gameplay of the pro, but even in the in the promo video, I was a little concerned with the. I guess they're calling it the Hermit Target, which uh, the warp ramp shot on the pro isn't a ramp; it hits mm-hmm. a stand up, and then it seems to bounce back. I guess into the the Drain. targets that spell rock on the right and That's then the idea, yeah. and then land on the right sling maybe i not I, a safe shot no and and that's okay it's just normally with steve ritchie's if anything the pros are more flowy and this obviously replacing a ramp shot with this kind of out of control return feed reduces flow the pro is actually less flowy than the premium mm-hmm. so yeah the premium stands out because i i don't know i don't know what to get excited about on the pro Flow, speed. Yeah, flow. Led Zeppelin. Here's here's my challenge, Zach, and, and uh, it's fair point. And I think like the rules that I heard on uh, pinball profile. 
Pinball, thank you. Pinball profile Jeff Triolis when he interviewed Tim Sexton. The rules sound really interesting. I think that this will feel good to shoot, even with that uh, Hermit target. I think the, the Pro will feel really flowy and fun to shoot, but I've got a half dozen recent Steve Ritchie titles at my disposal that I could choose to buy that give me that same flow. Mm-hmm. It's a good argument. Like, am I supposed to, like, is this more flowy than his other flow games? I don't think so. I don't either. It may be just as fast. Uh, uh, I mean, it's like, I think it's as flowy as a lot of games. I would say it's probably plays a little slower given that they've opted for metal ramps. Steve's professed a preference for plastic because it's faster. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if they decided in the case of this game that they wanted to up the, they wanted to put more BOM on the ramps and mandated he use metal Mm -hmm. or he just decided "I'll, I'll use metal for this. I mean, even on the premium, you know, unlike the warp ramp shot on, on Star Trek, you this feeds back to the right flipper so it's not like a a quick repeatable sort of shot it's it's gonna take to, some time yeah to, yeah it's gonna he's got some things that will give you some time all the shots are towards the back it's uh much like you'd see with a with a fan layout obviously it's not a fan because mm-hmm. we have that uh, only accessible by third flipper shot the center ramp that's a little different than what he normally goes with he usually has something more mechanical i'm thinking like like vengeance mm-hmm. or sandman or the uh, bell shot on AC, you know, normally yep. he doesn't have something that returns that way. So in a way I could kind of see that being a little bit different on his flow. Usually his center shot is more stop, but, but otherwise I just, and that's I, why you, you talk about the, that back shot being a ramp rather than a bash, a bash bell or a bash vengeance. To me, I like to, for better or worse, it's more for fun. This is not uh, objective, but I, I like to take mashups of games that a designer's done before and said, eh, this feels like this plus this or this plus this plus this. Sure. For me, this is the 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 love child of an ACDC and I don't hear anybody talking about it, but a T3, a Terminator 3, oh, which also features okay. three yeah. predominant ramps. Uh, That's an uh, interesting point. I have spent such a long time since I played T3, but I don't disagree yeah, about lay- doing that comparison. Yeah, layout feels a lot like an ACDC, especially with that right orbit to the scoop uh, and then the left orbit bypassing that that left scoop. It feels like that, but then you get the the predominant feature being, on, especially on the Pro, the three ramps, which when's the last time we saw three metal-like ramps on a, on a Ritchie? It was T3. Now, this is Led Zeppelin. Some of the things that I question and I don't like as much, we'll get the get the bad out of the way first before the good. Of course, the look of it, I question the artwork. Out of all three of them, I'm not going to make any excuses. None of them stand out to me. And maybe I'm spoiled by zombie Yeti stuff, but I always think to myself, Yeti's kind of the gold standard for me. So I think to myself, what would Yeti have done to this package? And I don't, I think whatever he would have done it would have been better than this. I don't disagree. I think the issue though is, and this just seems like poor Steve Ritchie's fate that he gets, I'm assuming that they probably, they being Led Zeppelin, probably Mm -hmm. mandated you will use our official assets and didn't allow for hand-drawn, different than any already approved hand-drawn, obviously, that they went with. I just, I'm sure there are plenty of people who disagree and they're, they're fine to disagree. I have never liked Led Zeppelin 3's art. I think it's horrid. I, I don't like the looks of it either. Uh, I think it's horrid. I it's a it's a weird doodle looking collage. I guess it like with the album itself, there's some really cool stuff like if you move things around how it looks. Sure. But that's not this is not that. This is the sides of of a pinball cabinet. And I just think that it looks a, a downright horrid. 
I would, I have always said I would not, I don't make my buying decisions based off of the art. And that's true here too. I would still be willing to own the pro in spite mm-hmm. of the art. But I just, I, I as I sat and tried to think about it, I couldn't figure out why they went with it. Why they went with, like, if they're only getting to use official assets, like, all right, premium, Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin one. I get it. Mm-hmm. It's iconic. It was the first album. They have, uh, they have two songs on the out of the ten come from Led Zeppelin's first album. Uh, they have one song, "Immigrant Song," is the only song in this game that they've listed that was on album three. So mm. it's not strongly tied to the actual audio package that they went with. It wasn't a critically well received album. Uh, their first three all were somewhat not well received at the time. So mm-hmm. I guess that's not too shocking. But and it's ugly. I think that they could have gotten away with that tribute as the translate and really, really made it part of that translate. Um, but yeah, um, complete I, agreement with you. The cabinet I mean, is just too I much. Just, there are so many other ones. I get it. I, I don't think Led Zeppelin as, and this you know, my hot take. I don't think Led Zeppelin's albums as standalone art pieces are very impressive in general. No, that's what I was saying. But, I, they're just, but I mean, something like physical graffiti could have been done and they could have, you know, it's kind of a sepia style, and I mean, they went with a kind of monochromatic look for the premium with Led Zeppelin one. So why not do physical? You again, you get two songs from physical graffiti in the game. The way it, it splits is they have four albums that have two songs from there. And then there are two albums that have one song. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand. So Led Zeppelin three and houses of the holy only have one song in the game. So I, w- I don't see why you do art packages associated with those albums. If you didn't care enough about them to put more than one song in and that being said take a look sometime at led zeppelin 3's album list and i bet you immigrant song is the only one you know yeah i i wouldn't have minded just knowing led zeppelin a little bit houses of the holy that's pretty now that's wicked. a weird art package that's pretty wicked don't mind and they, they have one song uh in the game from that so yeah the album i'm talking about is called but, mothership mothership is a compilation album okay that's okay. I, released, i'm not surprised they didn't go with released 2007 stuff, now that's that's pretty cool art. So from, well, it's more modern, so it's yes. not too shocking. That yeah, so from an art perspective, I, I'm not wild about it. Even on the play field, there are some glimpses of beauty. Bottom third, I really like all of that ornate illustration, the colors they use down there. Um, again, middle play field is what kind of throws me. That monochromatic uh, Zeppelin. Yeah. Little, it's colorful. Know, I mean, to me, the play field, uh, I hate to do another Star Trek analogy, but it, it's essentially inoffensive, but uh, but not impressive. Uh, but I think yeah. that the foreheads, the faces of the band members, I get why they're there, but I think that'll probably be the part that bothers a lot of people. Yeah, and I, I still like the play field art better than I do Star Trek, better than I do Game of Thrones. I'll give it that. It's more creative. Yes. Definitely more yeah. creative. So we got that. Uh, the playability, this thing looks like it's going to play well, uh, fast, but you're right. Pro doesn't seem like it has a lot. I'm not crazy about that upper flipper shot that just hits a stand-up target. I just, I, I mean, I guess if you wanted to try and move more premium units, uh, making that change is a great way to make people feel they have no choice. Mm-hmm. But, but again, I have often, when I look at premiums, usually initially are like, I don't know if I could live with the pro. And then as time goes by and I see more gameplay, I change my position on that. Mm-hmm. So. We'll see. But the difference here, like I'm thinking of things like adventures and stuff, but the difference here is if I go back and I say things like um, Star Trek, where there wasn't really that much real difference, or uh, we talk about something like uh, Game of Thrones, 
The game got faster and flowier in the pro version, and that true. is not the case here. Very true. Even the plunge, we've got that that damn cross play field plunge mm. again that ugh, Steve yeah, Ritchie but it's seems not to smack into some center bank this time. Of course, but it's still not a controlled orbit plunge or you know safe to the flipper plunge. Uh, yeah, but you can soft plunge it and and should be able to drop it down to that right flipper. Unless it hits that sensitive stern slope. Granted, you could you could soft plunge on Star Wars, Star Wars too. So maybe yes. that's not a fair comparison. Yeah. The issue with Star Wars was, of course, if you weren't fast enough and you're you know starting things up, that the auto plunge was it'll would get screw you. you. Yeah, it'll get you. Yeah. So there's thing we're missing a big old toy, and if we're talking about the premium LE, this electric electric magnet area, the the concept is cool. I like mm-hmm. an, the concept of an opto spinner coming out of the play field uh, and you get to hit that thing and it has an internal magnet uh, component. Badass. I like that. I think I'm really going to like that, especially after seeing the stream. We can talk more about that in a second. I'm still, I'm still mixed on that third flipper, even the turnaround, because I wasn't crazy about the turnaround on uh, even like a Jurassic Park or it doesn't do much for me. It doesn't really. They're sure. They're sure doing like the, the Stern design team stuff. sure is uh, in, infatuated with that style lately. Well, you know why? Think. It's a space thing. Hmm. You can get a quasi ramp in the in the space area of a scoop. But look how look at the real estate that a ramp takes up, much less a one eighty thing. That's oh, sure. Uh, that's a good point. I think that's why they do it. But the feeling of satisfaction, I don't know, is going to be there as much as. Hmm a warp ramp or even a, a, an inner orbit a repeatable. Well, orbit. you know, the whole thing with like the warp ramp was you get, you could get into that groove and keep building your warp and you just, it's like, oh, a, it's not a, it's not that it's a super hard shot. It's just, it's one of those, it's just, it's there's rhythmic. a flow to yeah. it. There's a flow to it. That was super satisfying. Mm-hmm. Uh, the premium toy, the electric uh, magic toy. I, I think it'll probably go over. Okay. Initially I was concerned because a uh, center spinners often aren't very popular. Correct. Yeah. With with players because it's not they don't have the satisfaction of the orbit spinner. Uh, there's a risk usually of it coming right back out the spinner. The magnet prevents that from being a, a factor. Mm-hmm. That it's an opto spinner will go over great. And it's course. the shot geometry too. Anytime you're laying something in the middle of playfield, ramps are the same way. You're never you're never going to have listener a ramp that's in the center that is that as satisfying as one that is flanked to the left or to the right. It just just based on geometry. It's not going. That's why you see a lot of bash toys in the middle of a play field mm. because it's accessible. It'll interact and uh, it'll give you some feedback, but you don't have to rely on the feel of that shot as much. Well, I mean, that's probably one of my big issues with the shooting on Hobbit is that center ramp. Sure, sure. Yep. I can. It's like easily accessible from either flipper, center all day. Yay. Here's one of the things everybody was complaining about that Icarus and oh, look at, I don't like that figure everywhere. I honestly don't mind that. I think the art on the LE, I'm good with it. I'm actually good with the art on the LE. We get we get mirroring, we get color at least. I'm good with that classic vintage feel, and I'm good with it on the play field. I'm good with it on the figurine. I don't know. I'm missing something on that because that that seems that seems vintage and cool. I like. I, that. Uh, my guess is some of it is just a little that it's a new Icarus. Yeah. With no genitals, just sort of weird to people. So I think that's part of it. I think that for me, the bigger issue, like if I were to pick an art package, it would be the premium. And my, my problem with the that's interesting. LE is not 
I, except I suppose other than really hardcore Led Zeppelin fans, they don't really associate their their label icon with them. Sure, it's going with an album, another album cover would have been uh, more appealing because they're more familiar with another album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that th- I think that's the issue is that you look at that like when I saw it, I was like Icarus. I'm trying to think of like is this from a song? What I'm sure that there was something, but yeah. I prefer the LA. It sounds like you like the premium. It'd be hard to go pro on this one for me, uh, unless you're just looking for an affordable, uh, affordable, that's, that's subjective, but the most affordable way to represent everything that is pinball, that is Led Zeppelin. It's going to give that all to you. And I don't think any other manufacturer dentist could number one, obtain the license. Number two, do so and still provide a product at this cost. I just don't. I mean, until I see the pro in play, I, I'm too uncomfortable to say that I definitely wouldn't li- like, uh, I don't want to say I don't, I wouldn't like it. I think based off of the flow and based off of Timmy's rule outline, mm-hmm. I think that it will be a fun game. It's just, I mean, in my personal case, I already own Star Trek. Mm-hmm. So uh, if for me to take another Richie flow based game, it needs to do something that is not this. Sure. I can see the argument. Uh, so there were a lot of things that I particularly am kind of down on on this title. Some of the things that are really well done on this, in my opinion, that I think they've perfected that that right ramp. We've seen Borg use something very similar in the Munsters where it is as smooth as a regular un, non-inverted ramp. The right ramp was butter. They were backhanding the damn thing. And I do like that Steve Ritchie games, you can backhand these ramps. Mm-hmm. We're even being told that to increase flow, not only the backhands help, but we also have that center ramp that reportedly is accessible by all three flippers. Right. I question that top flipper because you can make the left ramp on Star Trek with that upper right flipper too, but I wouldn't call that a feel good shot. No, that's an accident when you yeah. accidentally flip too soon. I think uh-huh. I, I do. I actually hit that left ramp more than the warp ramp with the upper. I d- I'm ashamed to say. Every time I hit that, I feel like a failure. I'm like, oh god, Zach. I'm, like, I'm just glad I didn't kill myself in an outline because that also happens yeah, to me yeah. on the on the warp ramp shot. Uh, yeah, I. Um, yeah, no, I noticed on the stream the the backhanding of the left and right. I didn't mm. I didn't see a moment uh, with the third flipper actually accessing the center ramp, yeah. but. I didn't see much of the stream. Okay. Well, we discussed that, but the layout, I think is going to be fun from the stream. We did see a fun, fast, bright action, vintage psychedelic experience that did surprise me. I did like how they uh, psychedelic up the uh, footage from the concerts. I thought that was a really cool uh, mm, way to do yes. it. I thought it worked for this style. What um, about the song I, choices? I like that. You do get 10 songs. They're missing my favorite in Over the Hills, which I think was a big flop. How do you not have that? But nobody talks about that when they just talk about uh, Stairway to Heaven. But I like the song Well, it's the most famous song from their most successful album. Yes, but it's no Over the Hills. Song selection's good. Uh, yeah, I mean, to me, it's uh, it depends what style of... I mean, Zeppelin did a number of songs. It depends what you... I personally feel that their best song like assembled structurally ever ever just objectively cashmere mm-hmm. is their best song so yes. yeah. that they put cashmere in there uh and it follows a sort of that ballad-esque progression 
uh, I think it's, it doesn't stand out in the same way that Stairway does, but it's a better song than Stairway. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that that one was in there. That would be, I mean, like my second favorite Zeppelin song is Babe, I'm Going to Leave You. No way they would yeah, have something that slow in. Cut, but, yeah. but um, and yeah, it's, you know, it's from their first album. So, but it's got, I mean, it's got a lot of, I mean, it has immigrant song. Everyone who watched School of Rock, they don't know oh, anything yeah. else about Led Zeppelin. Black know. Dog, come on. Yeah, Everybody Black Dog knows is, that. Uh, some people despise Black Dog, but it, again, and Black Dog is, in a lot of ways, it's really cool because you know that whole pre-chorus section. Mm-hmm. I had to check because I didn't, you know, I don't know timing well enough. It syncs so weird. Apparently the guitar and bass in that, that's played in 9-8 time where while Bonham is doing 4-4 on the drums. That's why it sounds, it oh. integrates so strangely. Wow, look at you, Teolis. It was, well, and that's part of the thing with Cashmere. Cashmere, uh, the the strings, including the guitar, that's in 3-4. The vocals and drums are in 4-4. Four, four. Hmm. That's why it's only every 12th that you get it all, it hits all together. And it just, it makes, it gives it that exotic sound. Not to mention that uh, Paige's guitar is in Celtic tuning, not standard tuning for Cashmere. Holy shit, the so, more you know. That's right. It's a D-A-D-G-A-D Holy tuning shit. rather than the E-A-D-G-B-E tuning that you typically hear in rock. That's wow. why that song is better than everything else. Bye, bye, bye. I thought I got a chub just listening to Over the Hills. Now I get it listening to you talking about uh, Led Zeppelin. I love Cashmere. It's an, it's an incredible song and I'm glad it's there. It's but uh, I mean, Ramble On, that's a big i mean yeah, these a are lot big of love I, I it's like it, i could see where people who are, are zeppelin fans would i mean i could easily see you go okay let's throw out communication breakdown and bring in stairway let's go and take uh the song remains the same yeah. throw it out and put over the hills in mm-hmm. it's, i mean i could i could agree to some swaps here but it's not a bad list it's not a bad list and i i I do like, uh, we'll talk about the stream. I do like the playability of this damn thing. It looks like it shoots very fun. And I got a lot of feel of, and people are not going to like this comparison, Star Wars. You know how fond I am of that title. And oh, Well, I, the premium. The, exactly, the premium. Uh, but just in general, the flow of that game, I was playing it all week this week, Dennis. And I will say it, and I'll say it again because it's the best comparison I have. It is the closest to driving a race car on pinball that I've ever experienced. It's just fast, smooth, mm-hmm. flowy. That thing with the little horseshoe and the orbits. And of course, there's nothing there mechanism-wide that's going to get in your way. or No, there's not. But what it doesn't have, it does. Because the ball doesn't stop. It is fast. It is coming at the speed and velocity back to your flipper, Dennis, that you probably won't experience in many other games. You can't count them on your hand anyway. And this feels like that. It feels like this damn yeah, thing I, is going fast. I, I I agree. I think this is back to... I, Steve always has really leaned towards, towards flow in most of his designs. I think, though, that there were some things that really, because of the vertical up kickers, mm-hmm. how the pops worked on Black Knight, that to a lot of people perhaps felt like Black Knight sort of rage, didn't feel in that as flowy of a vein as this is like, this is more of a true to form, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, back to a all models, three flipper flow machine. And again, not knowing on the pro with the lack of that ramp, but on the premium LE that if you're wanting that sort of satisfying the ball, it just keeps coming and you keep making shots. And the oh, fact that yeah. t- Tim's leaning into that with all this combo rewarding that's going on, it's designed, that's what flow should exploit, is com- in my opinion, should exploit comboing because that's what it lends itself to. You, a flow pin in its, in its true native state doesn't want you to trap up and choose shots. In fact, that's part of my, I don't, 
I don't have enough time on Star Wars, but part of my problem with Star Wars is that some of the rules seem to feel like it wants me to stop and make choices. Mm, I don't want to make choices in flow. In flow, I want to be rewarded for continuing to shoot constantly. And I think this does that. Well, uh, another thing that I like here is I do like the, you got the drop bank and he actually slants it. Thankfully, Uh, you don't get that TNT Fire right back at your face. Well, no, it's just, I mean, it's, it is made to be sweepable, as yeah. Gary pointed out. Oh, and it, it's just so, it is so good there. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd also, if I had to make this better, uh, I would have taken the rock stand up and the lead stand up, and I would have made those drop targets. When you have this much speed, it is nice to balance it out a little bit and to give the player, you know, people are arguing this is a bit barren. You give them something else more specific to shoot like a drop target, slows it down a little bit. Uh, sometimes I worry with Steve Ritchie, like you get your ACDC Pro, and it's almost unplayable to me personally because of all the stand-up targets there. Uh, but once you add some of those drop targets, it really makes it more manageable. Same with uh, Deadpool as well. I would have loved to have seen, I know it's probably pricey and, and spacing issues, but the lead and the rock, if those were, keep the the outlane savers as the, as the stand-up targets, make those drop targets, oh, Ooh, that would have been really, really well done. But like you were saying with the flow, even when Steve Ritchie does a scoop, he'll do it to the left. He'll do it to the right. He keeps it out of the way of that main flow. Yeah. And I yeah. do like I mean, that. He, he, he knows what works for him. Mm-hmm. And again, that's why I wasn't too surprised at what we saw because <laughs> I've seen so much from him. But. Well, and even his top scoop, like on ACDC, he'll give you that here. That's going to stop you. But once it does eject, it's not taking up every uh, both sides of an orbit your left orbit's still complete but once it ejects it ejects like it's coming from a left orbit it ejects with power and it's coming flowing out of that right orbit Mm -hmm. i like it yeah no i layout wise other than that decision to get rid of that that third flipper ramp on the pro i don't disagree with the layout choices the layout looks fun as shit i just yeah i wish that third flipper even on the premium le I, i wish something else was being represented there we have got to talk about expression lighting. That was yes. pretty cool. We got to talk about the expression lighting system. Probably because it's it's routed in the cabinet. It didn't catch my eye initially as much as uh, the hot rails do mm-hmm. with JJP. Yep. But uh, I thought it looked pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. It looks damn cool. I mean, when people are like, oh, this is just a copy of a gun. Oh, they, they had to develop, start like, this guys, development well before they would have known what GNR yeah. was doing. Well, and my point, even if it wasn't, my point is, guys th- that are bitching, do you want this or do you want a black side? What, what do you want? This is damn cool. It's interactive. We could clearly see on the stream the damn thing interacted very well, and this might even be early code, who knows? It interacted damn well with this game with changing your colors, equalizer kind of things going on. Uh, some of the songs, it would flood them with certain colors, very psychedelic and trippy-like. I think it's damn cool. And here's what I really, really like about this expression lighting. In my opinion, this probably is a biased view. I'm, try- I'm trying to showcase to you guys an enthusiast view. Stern listened. Whenever they came out with Stranger Things, UV Kid, everybody bitched and they said, that's bullshit. It should have been included in the LA. We should have known about that, right? We That's what we heard. We should have known. I agree with them. Okay. We should have known. Sure, sure. And it's fine. Stern listens. They come back and they put this standard on the LE. And then they go one above that. And they put this standard on a premium. When's the last time, listener, we have seen uh, an, just even an art blade 
on a premium standard, much less than a premium and the lights already integrated. That was great. And then they went one above that. They trumped it there and said, this isn't just for the premium LE. If you want one for your pro, we have pre-routed the sides of these pro cabinets so that you can add this accessory later on down the line if you want to. For me, regardless of how it is interpreted, this product or this enhancement, that is stern listening and that is a just a brilliant, smart move on that company. Yeah, I agree. Okay. No, I mean, I can't really add anything else. They kept it as an option and it's, I like that it's there on the premium. I, it looks really good having the side blades on the premium. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's just. And if, and for comparison's sake, do I think the hot rails may have more effectiveness? Yes. But see, that's not me being a show. I mean, yes, I think it, I think so. But I loved it on Star Trek. How I had those photon beams kind of going up the play field. Uh, mm-hmm. This is RGB. I really like this. But I think that where Jersey Jack made a mistake with their hot rail system, Stern fixed that mistake here in that when you go GNR, you go standard, Dennis. Mm, you you just get the white. You just get the white. You can't upgrade that or nothing. That was the one complaint I had when they revealed that. I said, I even told Eric this. I said, man, I would have went or I would go. This is free. I I would go either ditch those lighting all together for the standard. It's too much of a tease just to have white or add it as a feature later on as an accessory. And you can't do that on the standard. You're not Mm. feeling left out here as a pro owner regarding this lighting. And I like that it's a vintage feel. Dude, this is Led Zeppelin. Look at that damn artwork on the play field. It feels like an old ass t-shirt that came from Bonnaroo. This feels like Led Zeppelin. The old footage, the, the psychedelic colors. Why am I still excited about this? Because you sell them. Well, well, shit. Yes, I know. I do sell them. Then why do I buy them for myself? Because you like pinball. Because you get them cheaper. That's true as well. But (laughs) I didn't go there. (laughs) Because there's there's limited liability that you have to resell. I get it. But I would I would buy this game. It's Led Zeppelin. The spinner does look cool on the stream. Did you hear, Dennis? When you hit that spinner, it's got like a, a countdown or count up thing where the more spins, the higher pitched it gets until you qualify that magnet. Oh, I loved it. Love the sound of this game. The stream went off on Friday. They pulled it over to Stern's Facebook page because they were worried about um, DMCA. They still ran into it over there. They were even having some equipment issues with mic crackling and popping and stuff. Um, but it, it is what it is. We, I think the United States got to see about 30 minutes before they got pulled, uh, Canada and overseas, I think may have got to see longer, but it's all available at sternpinball.com on the insider free to, in, uh, to join that insider program. If you want to watch that video, they look like they're having fun. Yeah. Well, pinball is fun. I only saw about five minutes and then I, I needed to do something. So I, I turned off the stream and then I couldn't find it again. And I thought it hadn't been an hour and I was like, yeah. is, it, is it over? But I mean, before I left, I, I was getting a little concerned because I know that uh, Facebook does do DMCA scanning and they kept turning up the game volume. Yeah. And yeah. I thought, are, is this a test? Are we flirting with this on purpose or mm-hmm. what? I mean, I get that the people watching wanted to hear the music better, but the people watching aren't thinking about DMCA. Yes. Yeah. And I, I, and we knew Stern was because it was on Facebook for a reason. 
was to so that there wouldn't be some major you know because uh, Twitch will start punishing yeah. streamers. I mean, they'll like take accounts away if you have too many violations. When Jack so. Danger's their spokesperson, he kn- he knew going into this, and he was trying to prep for that as well. So he knew. I, I was surprised that they chose. I think maybe for exposure's sake, they they went Facebook instead of YouTube because YouTube. I think they would have been fine. Yeah, my my guess, and I and no confirmation whatsoever is, but I bet you uh, Stern just has so many more followers on Facebook yeah. than they do on their YouTube account because I don't think they use their YouTube account very successfully, at least historically. I know, they, and let that be a lesson to them right there because that they need to learn to utilize that more so than outside parties. And so opinion. anyway, doing Facebook with all the people that follow them on Facebook and would see, hey, Stern Pinball is now live. I mean, I, I thought that was actually pretty smart mm-hmm. to do Facebook, but- you can still see it. It looked like a looked like high energy fun to me. I'm looking forward to. So when are we going to get these? Well, um, I'm here to tell you formally uh, that the pro production there's going to be a small run this week actually already. Do I get to have the first one? Oh God, not this again. This time I'm going to say, you know what? I should say yes because I know you're not going to buy this one. <laughs> this time around, no. They they ran measures to make sure that these are going to locations what locations zach there's a pandemic uh, ones that are open oh so australia gets all the games yeah, yeah. there are another thing to rub in our face many locations in the united states that are open or canada they're canadians yeah. so we're gonna get a tiny run here this week then stern typically i i think i'm fine saying this they typically have a, a two-week down period at the beginning of the year for inventory purposes um, so they'll be doing stocks and stuff like that. And then they will resume production of another pro run as well as the LE run starting in mid-January. And then the the premiums should be starting in mid-February. Mm, so, okay. Very typical rollout here. We got a yeah, couple- Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like I, what I'd have guessed. Yeah, very similar to Stranger Things. A little bit of downtime at the beginning of the year for their own in-house uh, reasons. And then they get them fired back up again. But they are cranking them out 70 at a time right now, 70 a day. Uh, Gary told us they're working Saturdays. They're working overtime an hour or two uh, every night. So they're doing everything they can to really push these games out. And doing so in a very responsible way, he was showing us pictures of all of the measures they're going through at the factory there. And yeah, ever it feels like everyone's in their own gerbil ball at that factory. Mm. Nicely done. I did want to clear up a little bit of misinformation I heard on a uh, popular podcast this week regarding deposits and placing an order for these. Uh, I heard that uh, on a podcast that they were saying that it's kind of bullshit because Stern requires you to pay a non-refundable deposit or your full payment up front for the LE and you haven't even seen it yet and it was going to sell out. On this this time, it's actually not even close to being true. Typically, it's a, it's a, it's a deposit that you have to pay the dealer the dealer can choose whether it's non-refundable or refundable. Um, but on this one, Stern didn't even, and again, hopefully I don't get a call from Stern saying, why are you giving this information? Usually we'll have to give a deposit for our allotment of LAs, however many we want or granted. We have to give a, a non-refundable, immediate, usually within a couple days of announcement, payment for those LEs. Not the full amount, but a, a certain portion of each unit uh, of those LEs. This time around, they didn't even make us do that. They just said by the... Well, I'd have to check. I think by, by the end of the month, we need full payment on everything. So I was just want to clear that up because it is not even close to being true that you have to put a non-refundable deposit. That might be determined by your dealer, but I know we at Flipping Out Pinball, we didn't take any deposits. We just, we mirrored what Stern was requesting from us. Hey, just make sure your full payments uh, by the end of the month here. 
So it's actually a, a nice thing in my opinion. So just want to clear mm. that up. And if you want to hear more about the rules, Dennis talked about it already, but you can go check out Pinball Profile with Jeff T. Ellis as he interviewed the lead coder, Tim Sexton, on Stern Pinball's Led Zeppelin. In other pinball news this week, Pinball Brothers announced the release of Alien again? Again. Aliens? Everybody keeps calling it Aliens. It's Alien, right? Alien Pinball, I believe. Yeah, it's not Aliens, the no, new it has both Alien and Aliens represented as the movies in the game. Correct. So the Super Awesome Pinball Show interviewed the individuals over at the Pinball Brothers, that is a Roger and Alexander, about their new plans for producing Alien Pinball. They go into it mm. and recommend going to listen to it if you're interested in this saga I of am. Alien. I am. I haven't heard it yet. Though. Okay. So I won't give up way too much to you. You'll give away. That's my job. Unless you uh, read it in the show notes. There. That's why I'm paid. That's why I'm paid the big Xboxes is to listen oh, to this shit. stuff. Yeah. Oh, we need to get you on payroll there, Dennis. You can be a consultant or something. <laughs> can nope. you imagine me selling pens? Oh, I could. Oh, well, I'd try and find a use the ACDC <laughs> going with this. It'd be a Christmas miracle for me. <sighs> Uh, now, the Pinball Brothers were talking on the podcast, uh, Super Awesome, and talked about losing $1 million on the whole highway endeavor. They were kind of throwing him under the bus throughout, saying he was a mm. sleazy salesman, in other words. As you'll see here in my voice, <laughs> I don't know if I trust uh, uh, so easy here. Uh, mm. Okay. Other changes to the game. We have a smaller box screen. <laughs> Hate that. No playfield screen. <laughs> Uh, not that that was overly cool, but it was still something. And no side-lit cabinet on the standard? Pfft, that's crap. What about the LE? Is it side-lit there? Who knows? That's another thing. Like the LE. Oh, then a maybe? Pfft. Maybe. We don't know anything about the LE. Um, we mm. know that it's not going to be seen for, or heard about for another six months. <laughs> I don't. It's all a bit messy here. I'm just reporting reporting the facts here. Um, Who's building them? Are they, so they have a factory? Well, people the, were hoping the bros like have built a factory. Yeah, people were hoping Chicago Gaming or an American. No, it's still it's based in Italy. It's called Pedretti Gaming. They are going to be manufacturing this. I don't. I don't know Pedretti. I don't. Do either. you? No, they're per that podcast. They're reputable in. They, they are a manufacturing company. I don't know if they make arcade games, uh, but they are. They are an entity. It's not like a new entity. So Pedretti Gaming from Italy. We're still dealing with overseas issues over to the states. So. Again, kind of a down thing for me. They talked about the production of this, Dennis, listener, um, which is confusing. They said that they're announcing it, but games aren't ready. But I went to the Cointaker website, and they were doing Q1 orders, and they had 30 of them. Those sold out the first day. So I'm like, well, okay. And then one of the individuals said, quote, give them two to three months, end quote, referring to Padretti fine-tuning these things but then some are available in january from coin taker so does that mean you're definitely going to get one of the first ones that aren't fine-tuned i i don't know uh hmm. they went on to say the production goal is ramping up to 100 plus a month wow that um mm. okay okay i mean so that they're saying that pedretti's Ability to put out machines is going to be superior to Spooky's output. That's what they're saying. Yes, I mean I don't. I have no context of size yeah, uh, with Pedretti. So much unknown. I, I've, I just went to Pedretti's site. It's in Italian, so it was a bit of a struggle for me. Um, and the only thing I saw there on pinball was them selling used games. So I, 
So a small, I, I believe small that they operation. probably build arcade stuff. I just, I don't know if, I don't know. It seems like a lot of people who build things get a little surprised when they try and build pinball, but I would think so. They say pinball's hard. But if they've been working with Perdetti for a while now, then perhaps that's all resolved. <sighs> Possibly. Very possible. The, so their production mm. goal, 100 plus a month. Okay, well, I find that aggressive, but hey, if they can meet that. They were talking about the play field. They said a Peter Bruner is doing the play field out of Hamburg. That's in Germany, right? Name rings a bell, but... Um, I was looking it up. I couldn't find anything really. Um, I might just be... I might just know someone with a similar name. Regarding playful quality, they said, quote, should be no chipping, no pooling, no nothing. But then the other one chimed in and said, but there, there are going to be some dimples. because that's just Well, if it's a, a wood play field, yeah. I would expect that. That's a thing. With uh, clear cut. And I'm going to paraphrase a bit here. This is also confusing to me. They were saying no down payment, no pre-order, no nothing. But then again, I go over to the Cointaker website, who I believe is the exclusive dealer for Alien Pinball from Pinball Brothers uh, here in the States. And Cointaker's taking deposits per their website. That might be just on there to lock in interest. That like that might be a Cointaker thing that they're doing internally. Correct. Versus, versus the company Pinball Brothers requiring a down payment. It's just very confusing. Um, right. Yeah, I... I I'm a bit confused as well. The pricing on this game is $7,777. Why? Who knows? Plus shipping. So it ends up, it's going to be about 8,500 or so to get it here. For <laughs> That's an money. interesting price thing, but yeah. I guess it's easy to remember. I don't get it. Uh, but that's the standard model. And again, we don't, that's what sucks. You got to decide if you want a standard model, but you don't know what the hell the LE model is going to offer or how many or how much or anything. That's messy. It's all very confusing. But they do have more titles and licenses that they they have, they said. Do they still have that Queen license, I wonder? God, don't mess up Queen license. You've already got the mega hit of Alien, and you don't include Sigourney Weaver. How much was Alien Standard from Highway? Shit. I don't know offhand. I think it was around here. It was a Rattlestorm premium, I thought. I'm not 100% trusting, because these individuals did have money in on Highway Pinball. They were investors of this. I don't know. People are asking, were you going to be a dealer for them? I, I guess not. <laughs> I reached out to them to voice some interest and to discuss business further. And I got a response back saying, you know, in other words, absolutely happy to talk. Um, once we get everything geared up for an announcement and everything, we'll reach back out. And I never received anything. And I messaged him again and said, hey, uh, I'm assuming uh, <laughs> there's no interest. Because I've got, you know, a customer list of people ready to buy them. No, no, no response. So. Not great business to me, but the game looks very similar to what it once was. They took out some cool stuff, in my opinion, and they left stuff that I didn't like as much with like the artwork. But a lot of people like this game. I did check real quick uh, pinballprice.com, which had the Alien Standard Edition listed at retail price of 6450 in February 2017. Wow, that's cheap. I'm surprised that the standard isn't more expensive, to be honest, as a wide body. Yeah, but I mean, they you know, they went with, uh, they shrunk to baby monitor. They got rid of the in-play. F- I mean, they got rid of a lot of the custom stuff, it sounds like. Yeah. I, and if they're not building them yet, how in the hell are they going to know how much these things cost? Well, they already have a quote from Pedretti, then. I mean, Ask Dutch how that range. worked out for them. The Dutch may have had a problem with understanding how you properly negotiate a contract, quite frankly. Uh, given uh, how they got their 
you know, forgive the forgive the <laughs> violent tone of it, but how they got their butts kicked in court, despite insisting that they even after they lost, they insisted that they were right on the contract interpretation. I'm like, tell it to the judge. Oh, wait, you did. And they didn't buy it. It wasn't really that violent. Were you going to go asses there? No, no. Oh, okay. I was just I mean, I was just I'm just like, can't you just admit you didn't know what you signed? Can't you just admit you were wrong? Why is it so hard? Oh. I'm wrong all the time. And I say so. Would you have interest in buying one? Because I know you're a, you're an alien fan. Not with it still being a wide body without tweaks to the layout. No, I the I think the rules on it were great, are great. I think a They're lot fun, of people yeah. enjoy the game for good reason. I played it at Texas Pinball Festival. I didn't like how it shot. Mm. Um, it just, just it not, really feels like a wide body too. Yeah, and so it's just for me like I actually enjoyed the geometry of what they did with the wide body on full throttle more than Alien. So. I didn't mind full throttle. Yeah. So it's just no, unfortunately. I mean, it is one of my favorite themes, but I don't, you know, I don't go and buy games just because they have my favorite theme. And I can see myself just not my way. I can see myself owning one of these, but I didn't put in an order for the standard because I don't know what the LE looks like. I like the lit side armor. I like some of the stuff that they had on there. I don't know why they reduced the size of that Maxbox screen. I really liked a big screen. I wonder if it was unstandard. I wouldn't think so, though. It's not like Highway was building their own screens, or were they? I mean, they went and did some weird stuff internal that they should have outsourced. Well, my thought is if you're not going to include the Playfield screen, then make your other display big, prominent. Yeah, I get it. But on the flip side, some people might be like when the, you know, one of the complaints I've heard from some people about JJP is they don't like that big black screen when the game's off. Like they want it to be an art piece, not a TV. Yeah, I think so. You can have a bigger back. You can have a bigger translator back glass if you're going with a smaller screen. I think it's silly because it's not backlit anyway. And a a translate turned off looks like shit. Well, this is what they say to damn it. Just and and the weird thing is they did the whole circus Voltaire thing where it looks like a, a an old um oh who had those big heads like a Sega or something where mm. it's all like one panel and there's there's little holes for the speaker and I, it just looks very vertical it looks odd well i guess the first i guess the first 30 are sold out day 1 people lost money people lost money on alien so oh yeah but hey you can get a 50% off and buy it again isn't that the deal they offered the voucher that's where we'll keep that to be continued there as well as to be continued in 2020 as the Texas Pinball Festival as the 2021 event was formally canceled this last week. Canceled it earlier than they said was their cutoff date, but I did. am glad that they did. I do not blame them for choosing to announce it early. That's the right decision. Yeah. The, the, only, thing, the only thing I would say is that based off of all of the expert uh, statements regarding vaccine deployment, I'm a little surprised that they didn't cancel it the time where they gave the deadline and didn't Mm. just say there's absolutely no way that mass vaccines are going to be available by the end of March. I think Ed was hoping for a fucking crop duster to go across America (laughs) with that vaccine. (laughs) Oh, it would be interesting. We could do it that way, but then people would complain that you vaccinated them against their will. Anti-vaxxer. I guess they'd have a point. So there'd be that point. Yeah. uh, No, it's unfortunate, but I, I think just, it's been for months now that all the vaccine experts have said mass production uh, disbursement would probably start at the best in April. And I think that we're looking good to meet that. But most people just won't have the shot in time. They just won't. And Ed knows the challenges of trying to socially distance in the I mean, you could mandate masks if he was willing to do it. But even with that, you've got so many people packed together for so long. And those masks aren't, aren't PPE gray. They're not personal protective equipment. So there's just there's a lot of risk with it. 
Yeah. If it was just lectures and stuff, that'd be one thing where you could space people out at tables, but it's it's not. Yeah, but then you would ball. just do a virtual event anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that there is a. I call me crazy. Maybe you're I'm pretty crazy, this. Zach. Crazy. I crazy. Think, I think is that how that, Dial then says it. Crazy. <laughs> Sorry. Crazy. I think crazy. that Expo can and will still happen. No, I agree. I think it will. By late summer, early fall, most people who immediately want a vaccine should be able to have it by then. Hey, I did get a an email for one of those expedited ones as a healthcare professional. Mm. Indiana Department of Health. Well, I mean, you know, fi- we've already uh, started injecting people here in this state, as most states <laughs> have with, a fi- we with Pfizer. injecting people. Yeah, we just start stabbing them in the arm <laughs> with Pfizer. Um, Moderna, last I looked, still didn't have their EUA, but it almost assuredly will happen this week. Yeah. Uh, and that will, will go out. In fact, we're already anticipating that we will receive Kansas allotments of Moderna by the uh, 23rd. Mm. So so we're planning on that. And also bear in mind that if you're, you know, people are like, well, there's so many people to vaccinate and stuff. We've got Johnson & Johnson's vaccine will probably be ready in the next couple months. And there's also a fourth that will oh, probably be ready that. around then as well. So, And those work on more traditional uh, vaccine models. They're not the mRNA. Some people are, there's already misinformation about mRNA and people think it's going to turn you into a lizard and you know change your DNA. And that's not how it works. Um, if we could only just become lizard people, we'd have solved this already. So um, my, my point being that there are probably going to be by March, by the start of March, four major max- vaccine providers giving doses out. So mm. the volume I'm not so concerned about. It's just like, you know, we have to follow these protocols to make sure it's ready. There's your COVID update from the professional himself, Dennis Creasel. Me, 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 me. I just hope it'd you be nice to quit talking about COVID. I know. I hope you get a breather in 2021 at some point. Maybe by the time of Expo. Yeah. Hey, maybe I could go to Expo because I sure won't have travel money needed for Texas. Holy shit. There's a chance for Dennis in Chicago. It's a question of there are other conferences like this year had Expo happened like it was supposed to. I wouldn't have been able to go because I had another conference in conflict where I have to have my annual meeting. Screw so. that conference. I can't. I can't. It's in the bylaws. I got to follow the rules. See you somewhere else. And happier news, our very own correspondent, Matt Morrison for Chicago Gaming Company, kind of dropping bombs here at the end of the year. I was like, whoa, careful there, Matty. He was dropping bombs on saying basically it's Cactus Canyon remake coming up and you haven't seen nothing yet for the topper mm. that they've got planned. It's about time wow. one of these damn correspondents was deep digging. That's right. Well, that's why we call him BB because he's the bunker buster. Oh, double M with the double B. Mm-hmm. So Cactus Canyon, what kind of topper can Cactus Canyon have? My guess would be something Western. More interactive. I, see, I, I, I think of uh, what would I would guess would be one of two things. One would be either something kind of cowboy six-shooter style okay, you know, to, to play up that aspect. Or another thing could be to really lean on that train, the train toy oh, that's in the play well. field, and do something with a locomotive. That wouldn't be redundant? Tell that to Stern and putting a TMNT logo just above the TMNT logo. <laughs> or a blimp on a blimp on a blimp. I mean, I'm, just, I'm being unfair, I suppose. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a little redundant, but it wouldn't have to look identical or it could do something different. Mm. Like, 
I don't know what. Unfortunately, there's not easy ways to and safely without entering your children to have a locomotive on top of your back box that actually shoots out steam. Maybe it's got one of those little train whistles and it blows blows. You see, air right, in yeah, it. that's what I was thinking. Is you could have like uh, just moving wheel, like you just see the little the the wheel and the link moving oh, the wheel. wheel, and it wouldn't actually move on the backfield. Just the but the wheel the you know the mechanism would move, and then it could yeah it could blow the whistle and go. I want you to actually be able to be a. a coal burning oven up there and you dump coal in it and out comes just putrid black clouds of smoke that'd be awesome for a barcade wouldn't it <laughs> yeah <laughs> they'd love it hey, i don't know what it could be but i'm super excited now uh i'm really excited about that Yay! or are they you want to do like when they do the draw moments where you have to uh, snipe one of the pop-ups like Scolari Brothers drops or around the playfield uh-huh. to shoot the. That'd be another thing. You could have something that again, kind of Elvira Coffiny, but you know, actually cool, and have a oh, guy pop up when it says topper. draw, be like draw, and a guy pop and you, up, and you pop up, yeah. Oh, and then when you hit the target or when the target resets, he goes back down, like a shooting gallery or something. Yes, yeah, like oh. little, little, one of the little dolls that falls over. Yeah, that actually would be badass. Mm-hmm. See what no. toppers are coming. Oh, CGC, please make that true. That'd be that'd be cool. Tis the season. We're just going to be all positive rainbows in here and sugar plums and eggnogger. Next Monday, not this Monday, not today, but next Monday on December 28th, <gasps> Ken Cromwell from the Jersey Jack Pinball Company will be appearing live on the Flipping Out Pinball stream. And he's coming in like Santa Claus. He's going to be giving away some really cool GNR swag, like an autograph slash poster. Holy shit, that's actually worth good money. A signed upper play field by Eric Minier. Sweet. I'm still trying to get the other one shipped out that they gave away to us. And more. So go ahead right now. Go to twitch.tv slash flip in out pinball. Subscribe so you can be notified when, uh, when the boys over there go live December 28th. Usually around 6 or 7 p.m. Is that flip the letter in out pinball? Oh, thank you so much. Yes. Flip the letter in mm. out pinball. Okay. I slide check. God, dang, you're good. So, yeah, that, that should be a lot of fun. Ken has not appeared anywhere besides the JJP podcast for quite some time. We don't even know what he looks like anymore. I wonder if he's got a beard. Now, I can't picture Ken with a big woolly beard. You know what? Maybe you'll hear from Ken even sooner than that. Who knows? We'll just have to wait Ooh. and see. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Market Trends. Oh, you must have come up with that ahead of time. Actually, you know what? Off the cuff, last five seconds. I was going to really? go ho, ho, huh. ho. And as soon as I went ho, 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 Mary, M, Mary, Market, bop, mm. bop. That's how my mind works. All right. Well, it does work. So kudos to you for that. My mind is nothing more than a big old lump of gold. <laughs> Speaking of gold, maybe even platinum trending up this week is Led Zeppelin by Stern Pinball. Dennis hates when I trend up things that aren't I even do. on the market yet. It's not a market trend <laughs> up. It's the same price it was last week. People are selling their LE spots for more. How about that? Are they? I don't know what's going on with the LE. Not much, but they did all sell out <laughs> immediately. All the LEs did sell out immediately, which um, which is always good news. Pros and premiums. Sales are good on those. They're not quite to the degree, I would say, as, a, uh, as an Avengers, but surprisingly higher than a lot of titles that uh, you may be surprised about H- higher than turtles 
I would say lower than Turtles, if I was guessing. Initially Higher than Stranger Things. I would say, yeah. Maybe, yeah. I have to go back and crunch numbers. It's got to be close. Hmm. Higher than Monsters. Higher than Black Knight. Higher than, yeah. Man, but those don't surprise me. But st- well, Black Knight wasn't, you know, it wasn't a license that anyone other than pinball people knew. And Monsters is a completely antiquated license. Yeah. Well past its we, shelf life. We did feel like when people seen this, there was a, there was a bit of a gut reaction. This thing started yes. out from the bottom and it rose, rose, rose. And ladies and gentlemen, that's what we call a trend. Training up. That's not a market trend. It's, it's in the market. It's a trend. It's training up. It's, it's in the market. market it's available. It's a market trend. Bye, bye, bye. It's just like, this is a trend. It's, it's going. Like a, it's like, we don't really hate it. We kind of like it a little more, Trent. Speaking of Led Zeppelin, turning up this week is Led Zeppelin Topper. Put it on top because it's on top of the trends this week. The market trends. And why? It's simple. It's easy. These things are selling quick. You better get your hands on one of them, at least a pre How much are they? That's what the trend is, man. So the whole hypothesis that you were trying to formulate has been Was broken it wrong? Again. Am I wrong yet again? Yes. So oh now there's no well, rhyme or reason. Talk it up to another mistake. Yeah, no rhyme <laughs> or reason, listener. The, 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 now this is a motorized topper. It's got two badass spotlights on it that shine up on your ceiling and all around color. It's cool. It's a cool motorized topper. So what do we generally say, Dennis? Whenever it moves, it's what? It's a thousand. It's a thousand minimum. People even were estimating that this was going to go even higher up than that because we had a turtles topper that moved. It was a thousand, but a little movement. This had, this has two spotlight movement. No, it is $850. Bye, bye, bye. No clue. No rhyme, no reason. This isn't a, a branding thing. I wouldn't think. Licensing? I, I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't know. Unless moving lights are different than a moving eyeball sculpts. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm, I'm, re, I'm struggling here. But <sighs> I'm gonna. Yeah, you know, I, I probably shouldn't because it's, it's Uh-oh. not gonna help the consumer really. But uh-huh. here's my suggestion to start. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm assuming that they'll probably incorporate at some stage a mode, much like they have done with Avengers and what they did with Jurassic Park mm-hmm. related to the topper, the DLC mode. It's very simple for Led Zeppelin. Stairway. Wow. If you want to sell them, there you go. That is You'll a unlock the stairway song idea. only with the Led Zeppelin topper. And people will lose their fucking minds. I know. People and then we get to so cover it. Angry. So you see, I'm giving us material. Oh. All, all Stern has to do is embra- embrace the villain role. Well, that that would be a way to do it. That would certainly be a way to do it. Well, here's the other odd thing. Stern could have sold these very quickly at a thousand apiece. And people at this point, Dennis and listener, people are used to it. They were expecting that. But now they're leaving money on the table. I don't get it. I don't understand the rationale behind it. I'm thankful, but I just don't get it. Here's another new thing. I never know what I can and can't share. Shit. I'll just share it all. Stern actually, due to the popularity of these toppers now, Stern has enlisted a specified allotment to dealers for toppers. You heard it here. That was probably because you were taking them all. I believe so. 
<laughs> Coin Taker was like, no, stop this so. madness. It was like, we're not pointing any I, I, fingers. I'm but. glad they didn't have a, I'm hoping that they didn't have like a group distributor meeting with you all where, and you were all like, this is my thing. No one else can have I'm the topper stuff. king. That's right. Have you heard the podcast? You're, there, you're wearing a crown just like how Steve Ritchie does. No, like, just, you took his crown right off his head. He's like, where's my crown? Where's my crown at? And you're like, go back to Led Zeppelin, I'm the king Steve. of toppers. I'm the topper king. Yeah, I don't. Uh, maybe I'm the only one that got the message here, but uh, I think it was <laughs> rolled out to everybody <laughs> that there's an allotment now on toppers. And I'm like, because this is a policy change to deal with one person. <laughs> and there's only one problem in the room. And that one problem is you. Little old me. Bye-bye-bye. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, they... I just that starts by like, well, we were selling them, so we were happy, but everyone, all these other distributors are pissed. Son of a bitch with the podcast over oh there. Uh, and I will be frank, they do get those messages and calls about me too. Mm. Want, want. Sorry. Right. Want, want, indeed. Oh, 850 for this topper. I think that is a that is a relief. I like that. Um, and people will still say I'm crazy for saying that's a relief, but looks cool, and I've got to have it. So bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. All straining up this week? Sure, why not? We're on Topper Talk, Star Wars Topper. Now, Dennis, here's the, here's the update. The update is, you're going to see Star Wars Toppers becoming increasingly difficult to get your hands on. They are now at the point of no return and good luck as you're trying to, trying to get your hands on one. I'm giving you the heads up here on Market Trends because if you ever want one, Go ahead and grab one now. And if you don't, don't worry, because they're still sitting in inventory. You can't grab one from Flipping Out Pinball, because we are officially sold out. We, we've sold out of those uh, since you uh, two weeks. For some reason. I don't know. Maybe it was uh, Ron Hallett Jr. was talking it up on Slam Tilt. He really likes his R2-D2 topper. See? And and Slam Tilt Podcast is the podcast single-handedly responsible for all Stern Electronics pinball machines for quadrupling in price. So That's a true statement. It's, just his, it's their power. It's I the think, power they wield. I think Hallett's got the fluence. Isn't that what the kids say? The fluence? They don't say that. I think they do. They say nothing. They just text now. Turning up a Star Wars pinball topper. I love mine. It's so cool. Got my uh, Star Wars working again. <laughs> love it. Turning down this week, unfortunately, is Highway Pinball's Alien. We warned you months ago, Dennis and I, because he is totally on board with this segment. We said, if you've got one of these, the rumor is they're coming back out with them. Get rid of this damn thing because the parts you don't know, they could be obsolete. Who knows? Nope. It's too late now, and they're on the market downtrend. Yep. Splat. There it went. Well, but if people want the ones that have the screen in the play field and the bigger back box, I mean, and the still Xenomorph be the special, that doesn't it'll work. still be the specialer version. Yeah. Get your Xenomorph working. Nope. Yeah. And, and maybe some of these parts will be in, maybe they'll be able Possibly. to get parts from Pinball Brothers that will fix up the stuff that's been really wonky. Possibly. But you're going to start seeing the numbers fall down because everybody wants the new one. I want the new alien, trouble free alien. That's the one I want. Yeah. Well, I, we saw that. I mean, I think we've seen that through Chicago gaming and mm-hmm. what happened with the 
medieval madnesses and attack from Mars and monster bashes. Some people are like, well, it's the tried and true classic. It's like a uh, big, big screen. We're taking, we're taking the new ones. And people in general are really happy about this new alien release and, and they are selling. I mean, that's evidenced mm-hmm. by the pre-orders. They were selling. It's a popular game. It's been a, it's been a, a it's like, I would say it wasn't as well respected as a player as big Lebowski was, mm-hmm. but it's still a pretty respected game. Yes. Yes. I, I'm a little, I'm down on it for uh, you know my personal reasons, but, but as a as a game, it's you know a lot of people enjoy it. So well, and and I would say if we're if we're talking about trends, I think that the initial response uh, from the community may be trending down as well in this new alien. There were a lot of things, Dennis, that people really do not like that they're taking out or that they're cha- that they're changing uh, with the with the new production of this. So sure, I don't. And think that was it, always a risk. Yeah, and I don't think it was as as hot of a re-release as people would have expected they wanted to see the, the things that they wanted to see change like the art were not and the things they they were good with they were changed so uh, i think this is very much mixed at best on the re-release of alien we'll just have to see how many you know i mean they're ta- you know talking 100 plus units a month and i'm like yeah but how many what's the demand for this 200 300 mm. i don't know yeah who knows i don't think it's a thousand so eh. I don't. If they could not look, at that price, here. I don't think they sell a thousand of them. They sell a thousand of them if they can really crank out what they think they're going to crank out in that speed. I know, but I mean, this is a this is a game from you know announced around what 2015, 2017 yeah, sales I think it still holds competing up, against though. all this stuff. Yeah, code. I think kinda. Yeah. If they could crank them out, it's it's a matter I mean, we're, of we're in a world money. with with Iron Maidens and Jurassic Parks and sure, Guns and sure. Roses and Willy Wonkas and Hot Wheels that are just I just don't know. This ing- integrates better than most of them. As a dealer, if I had two hundred of these, I could sell them within a month, easy, easy. That's crazy, but it's true. I mean, the, the desire is there, but it's this waiting. Every time a new release comes out and you're waiting for your old pin, that old pin gets more and more stale, like a mm-hmm. piece of old bread. Right. It don't matter how cool it is. Ask Guns N' Roses. That, yeah, well, and that's my worry with yeah. Guns. I thought, you know, everything about the reveal and everything was so good, but are they producing them fast enough to, to you know, that hype just, it withers and dies on the vine with so many people. That's true. Say, as I've often said, pinball is a fickle hobby and yes. the new shinies distract. Put it this way. I think this might be a strong take. I think that every Led Zeppelin LE will be produced before every Guns N' Roses CE. I don't disagree. That's nuts. That's nuts. Where are we at? Oh, we're in pinball market trends. That's right. Oh. Oh, God. I got. I thought you forgot. I got acid coming up in my stomach thinking about this next one. Trending down this week is that son of a bitch piece of shit elf on a shelf. You can take that and shove it back up your fat ass Santa Claus if I have to hide that fucking elf. One more night, Dennis, I'm going to lose my mind. When did that become a thing? Because it wasn't a thing when I was little. I want to send hate mail to the creator because they are a multimillionaire now for the stupid genius idea. And they've stuck the parents with all the damn work. This is ridiculous. Can't wait till I shove that little bitch back in the box. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Ellie. I love you. Don't tell Santa. Don't. I want those new Jordans. Oh yes, you and your Jordans. Oh, oh my! I can. I want that new topper. I want that Led Zeppelin top. I cannot stand this asshole elf. It's not a thing. Look, if you could just sit it on the fucking shelf, it would be one thing, listener. 
But no, you've got to have scenes. You've got to have scenarios that Ellie goes through. Then you got then you got to have all of these purchases you make to accommodate the ongoing storyboard of an Ellie. And then it's got to build up to the final day of Christmas Eve. It's got to do all of it. I'm tired of it. I'm no theater major. Oh, that's exa- it's like an exhausting advent calendar. It, it that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. And I'm sick of it, but I can't change it. My, my kids love it too much. Half of them don't even believe in the damn thing, but I still have to do it. Have you, have you thought about um, taking their joy away? <laughs> You're always a proponent of that, but... Um, I just like people that have real world expectations. Oh, like uh, elves aren't real that show up and watch <laughs> you when you're bad and tell Santa? No, no, I'm just saying, you know... I don't know if I've told you that. All right. So, of course, I did not realize this when I was a kid. But um, when we would make the Christmas, you know, we did do our little Christmas lists to our folks, my sister mm-hmm. and I. Uh, and my dad would take the lists and he would always, re- he would remove one toy. Oh, okay. And say, we're not buying these. We're not getting them these. Wow. And it to was you so, guys? It was so we would, I mean, he didn't tell us this. It's just oh. that way we never got everything we asked for. For Christmas, and it was always and it's like because you don't always get what you want. That was his way of um, apparently, as I was told, that was his way of controlling our expectations to not just think that if you add things on a list, you're going to get them. Well, uh, Mr. So, Creasel, job job well done there. Okay. Well, and then the the dark you thought that that one was the pleasant one, and then the darker one oh, was apparently they also had wrapped up empty boxes, and then when we were bad, they would throw one in the trash in front of us and say there was our <gasps> Christmas present. Oh. That's brutal, man. Mm. That's that's a level of sinister that, that I respect. The, uh, I like that's that. how this highly stable, calm co-host came to be. I, I don't want to shake that co-host too much because I don't want them reverting back to that childhood rage of seeing a present being shredded in front of them. Well, it wasn't shredded. This box hit the hit the trash. I, I like, pictured no. like a wood chipper. Your dad's like, here. No, no, no. It would just be, they would, uh, that might have been more of my mom's tactic. They'd Mess like, with, oh, your with your sister again. Yep. All right. You, pu- you punched her in the trash. It goes, oh, no, mom, you're like, I'm sorry. I'll be good. She's no. like, yeah, you will now or you'll lose another one. Not my black licorice. No. Oh. We didn't throw away food. I did once. I got in trouble. <laughs> Another present gone. No, no, no. Uh, I don't remember this. One. I think it's Apparently like there living was a with of cherries, and I decided they would look better in the trash. Oh, are you sure you didn't have another sibling, and they named it Krampus? <sighs> Seems like it's the origins of this. I'm just saying. Wow. Ellie, I... or whatever you named it, oh, trash cans not that far away. You know what's funny now thinking about it? Even I'm flexing with my elf. Instead of just any old elf name, of course it's Ellie. <laughs> See what I did there? Ellie? Ellie. Hmm. Oh, <sighs> thought, yeah. thought of that one just now, too. Damn, I'm good. <sighs> wow. Let's transition to save a buck or two since it's the Christmas time of year in Deals of the Week. Bye, bye, bye. Deal of the week this week is an Ace Ventura. The first deal of the week oh, this week is you a. Oh, you know what would sell? Uh, was a what? 
Ace Ventura, head to tail. Oh my god, I would love an Ace Ventura. Oh, I, I, I would. Oh. That would be tempting. My Pinside avatar. I mean, come on, people. It's been that way since I joined Pinside four, five, six years ago. It's Ventura in the three-point stance with the two-two on. Perfect. Mm. Put me in, coach. <laughs> Put me in. <laughs> oh, slow motion, love it. Uh, loser. 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 Well, I have kissed a man. Oh, I love that movie. I can recite the whole thing. So you and I have an uh, affinity for uh, Zoolander and Ace Ventura. We're bonding. Do not go in there. Woo. So you can beat him, fatty. Oh, the whole thing. <laughs> so good. So good. <laughs> I'd rather. I think I'd rather have Zoolander, but I, I, I'd be happy with Ace Ventura. Uh, yeah, I'd buy them both. I didn't see. As long as they get the callouts. <laughs> I just, I'm just, I'm just would be so fun. Merman. Merman. <laughs> Merman. <sighs> you have to do the cough though. You're, you're known for the cough. <laughs> I got the black log pop. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, this is becoming way too fun. Oh, uh, your first deal of the week this week is a Star Wars LE that I'm bitter about because I would have bought this son of a bitch, but no LEs were coming up for the market, much less one that's only $6,800 or best offer. Thanks a lot, Lord Vader27 on Pinside out of Soledad, California. Ugh, this is a deal, you guys. I've not seen one in the sixes for a little bit of time. This is the preferred art package for me, and you get those one of a type, one of a kind. Uh, side armor that I'm willing if any LE buyers out there are willing to pull that one off of their off of their game I'm willing to pay big money for that but this one's less than 200 plays as close to mint as you can get it wow uh, let's hope that Lord Vader does not alter the deal do what's smart sell me your armor yeah hey, actually it was pretty good in this sure Mike your other deal of the week this week is by Lord Vader, 27. A twofer. A little two-for-one deal here. A Deadpool limited edition. Oh, boy. This guy's mm. leaving money on the table. 8300 yeah, Seth bucks. always working twos. Uh, that's right. <laughs> Seth jokers, ladies and gentlemen. This is crazy. $8,300 for an LE. First off, that's a good price by itself, but this comes with the official topper. Bye, bye, bye. Those toppers are gone. Gone, gone, gone. Goner than R2-D2 toppers. They are more goner than R2-D2 mm -hmm. toppers at this yep. point. Yes. So dollars Now, there is a hiccup on the back. The back of the cabinet, there is a... Um, they bumped her. They bumped her pretty bad. But it's the back. It's not... On the back? Yeah, it's not visible. Almost like... Yeah, um, who cares? Yeah, exactly. Well, well, collectors do Tell care. me, Zach. Tell me of the person who cares. I could list you out a lot. I mean, there are Never people mind. That do not tell care. me. I yeah. do not have the time. They ha they do care. But I would not I care. I don't care. That is what I will say. I would not care. I care but, about a cabinet. But full credit to the seller for yeah. for revealing it. Absolutely. Because that's honest. The only downside of these sales are that uh, they're about an hour south of Han San Jose. And it's, oh, it's no pickup only. San Jose. So sorry. Yep. Sorry, but that, those are hell of deals right there. Hell of deals. Maybe Elon Musk will buy him on his way to Texas. As he's smoking weed with Joe Rogan. Yeah, maybe. You know, I think I would smoke weed with Joe Rogan and Elon Musk. That sounds like one hell of a time. Bye, bye, bye. Wow. Would you, Dennis, I know you don't partake in the cannabis, but 
Would you for that occasion? I don't think so. Oh man, really? I don't know any. I don't know anything about this Joe Rogan and Elon oh, Musk. Shit, I find somewhat insufferable. Been dazed and confused for so long. It's not true. You don't know this Joe Rogan? Never heard of Joe Rogan? No, I've heard of him. I don't. Popular but I, like, podcaster I don't know on the Earth. Yeah, I know he's a podcaster. I don't like. I don't know what his show is about. I don't I, know. Like, he just has on interesting is. guests. He's a meathead, but he's a thoughtful meathead. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, Elon might have some interesting discussion, but I don't know when he's baked if he's interested. I, mean, I think he's probably he more be annoying, annoying. But I just want to make fun of Elon Musk. High, that's all. No, I mean. And those are your deals of the week. Let's it's go weird. over to, oh, I know it's Christmas time. I don't want to be mean, but we still have one in our stocking, our little two-inch creasel stocking. <laughs> we got, got a deals of the Christmas or not. Go f*** yourself. <laughs> That's harsh. This segment's mean-spirited. I don't, li- I don't I like it. It could have went. Deals of the ho, 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 ho. See the extra pronunciation. Ho. Really calling him a hoe like a whore. Yeah, that's mean too. Outside of Pasadena, California. Now, this is an individual I believe I've interacted with and I like quite a bit. So I feel bad doing this. Damn it. Why do I keep finding people I decently like? This is Snarnoff. Snarnoff on uh, on Pinside. They're attempting to sell an ACDC. I think it's a premium. It says premium slash LE, but then they don't really say. And from the translate art usually i'm an expert at this i can tell you but uh i can't because they put the lucy or the helen uh translate in there and it doesn't have an insignia or a badge so i believe this is the premium in fact so for a premium hey you get the the mike d live concert video mod i like that you get a lot of mods it is a beautiful game you get the color dmd the pen stadiums you name it the whole kit and caboodle but what you don't get is a fucking savings $10,000 or best offer for an ACDC premium. Sell, sell, sell. No, no, no. Ain't gone that. Not going to do it, George Bush. Not going to do it. When the game first released, some of the viewpoints were cloudy on the crystal. But mm. this is the lower play field thing. is clear, crystal clear. But what, what if it's got additional lighting? A thousand points of light. Yeah, not not a thousand dollars more. No. no. This isn't. Okay. No. No. You want me to price this thing appropriately? Eighty-two to $8,500. That's priced appropriately. But you're not going to get that anywhere besides flipping out pinball. Where you can go for all the deals of the week this week. This week, showcasing... Like a, a $13,000 Jurassic Park LE. I, hey, they, they <laughs> were the ones... <laughs> they, I know. I know, I know you paid for that Xbox at uh, least. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That's so, I, so I ain't complaining. You know, I'm just saying. Well, I'm and... Just saying. And it also helped this week, Dennis, that um, I wasn't going to talk about it, but <laughs> another one of my LEs I, I sold. Mm-hmm. And it was another one of these things. Somebody contacted me and said, hey, do you have one of these? I said, no, those sold out when they were announced. They were looking for new ones. I just box. have my personal one, but you know, can I have it? Well, yeah, got, exactly. I mean, it's my personal one, so we're talking mini markup. I just said I didn't want to sell it, and they said I, I don't need one. Sell it. I, I, I can I can give you the mini markup plot price, but you'll be able to beat it somewhere else. Exactly. I said, look, no, I, you're honest. Led Zeppelin Ellie is coming in. It's going to probably take it. So which Ellie was it? Any, which Ellie? Any guess? One I didn't want to get rid of per se, but it wasn't on my top of my list. Okay. 
one you didn't want to get rid of, but not on the top of your list. I will say that it was Avengers. That's correct. Avengers is going okay. to be headed west. Yep. To Pasadena? Nope. Uh, Nevada? Or oh, west. Okay. Yeah, it was Nevada. I think, but it's heading over there to a uh, a nice collector. They had to have it, and I said, I don't, oh, God, I want to wait until Led So, Zeppelin. was this at the same rate as your Jurassic Park? Just as bad, yeah. Okay. Just And I let the topper go with it. <gasps> oh, now that's more than you did with the Jurassic Park. That's because I still had one left in stock. <laughs> mm. Oh, okay. Because so, <laughs> I thought that was a little weird just whew. to keep the topper. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, it's, it's, it's. Gone, gone, gone. Or I mean, there's, there's a thin line between being the topper king and then the topper stalker. That's right. And it's like when I you're, do. no, my pretty, I'm severing you yeah. from from your attachment and I'm keeping you <laughs> on a trophy show. I do that. I have a Beatles. I have a Jurassic Park. I've got a Black Knight. I've got a Deadpool and I'm not even. I just see them in this like trophy case next to your yeah. human heads. And you're just like, yeah, well, sit there and drink your scotch and stare at them like I the governor from the Walking Dead. I do need to get the, the head tank one. I've sold a couple of those. I can see myself buying it again, but I'm going to give you guys a heads up on listening to a recent podcast. It was the Jesse J's Pinball Podcast with Ryan C. and Kate Martin. Jesse J's Pinball Adventure. Jesse J's Pinball Adventure. And Ryan C. took over the show and had on Kate Martin. That Kate Martin. Oh, it was a good episode. She's mean to him. Wow. She's just a pistol in general. Mm. She was firing on all cylinders. She was telling all kinds of stuff. Come back, Kate. We need you back. We want to hear more info. I mean, we want to hear you more. But no, Ryan C., I'm going to give him my own award. I'm going to give him the Best Analysis Award of December. He had the most poignant takes on some of the most recent games that I've owned. He was just spot on. He, he verbalized things in, in ways that I couldn't even think of. But it was perfection, talking about Rick and Morty, talking about Avengers, talking about Led Zeppelin. Talk, you got to go listen to it. And I messaged him. I was like, A+. Plus it, was a, it was a really good episode. Yeah. I do recommend it. Him and her went back and forth because she's you know girlfriends with Keith Elwin and he doesn't care. And he was just he was poking at you know, Avengers. And oh, woof. It was, it was meaty. I like that episode. So go listen to that. Sure, we still in pinball, but that was pinball. Merry Christmas, trees, and a happy new year. That was it. One more thing, and I guess that broke the protocol, didn't it? Shit. Yeah, technically. Damn it. You know what? I am a bit ashamed as we close down the show here that nobody mentioned any Christmas carols or songs during their podcast. I think a lot of people get r- really sick of Christmas music. Not Just me. In general. I listen I year long. Oh my God. I, I can't. I, I worked at a bank for years, and as soon as Thanksgiving was done, it was constant Christmas and it just made me sick. Speaking of being sick, I eat syrup on my spaghetti once a year just to commemorate the elf, Will Ferrell. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I've seen that John once. Favreau. You've seen it once? The movie. Yeah, I've seen it one time. Hope you bone your day. I, I love them all year round. We got this week uh, Kissed by a Rose by Seal. Which made me laugh hysterically because I typed in seal the other night for the lyrics and there was a, a seal that popped up, a picture of a seal and seal's face, and they were making the same expression and it just made me giggle. And uh, I believe I can fly. Ooh. I would love to attempt that, just another pinball podcast, but I don't know if I have the chops for it. 
That was a, that was a joke there, Dennis. Take on me, yes. final round suggests, as well as Barbie Girl. I'm not touching that one. I think that uh, no songs this week as we outro. Dennis, where can people find you? Well, they can find me sometimes here and sometimes over with Eclectic Gamers Podcast, which they can reach out to at facebook.com slash Eclectic Gamers Podcast or email Eclectic Gamers Podcast at gmail.com. Mm, a lot of good cyberpunk talk as of late. It is buggy and it is out there. So. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You can contact us, like Dennis said, at the pinball network at gmail.com. A big announcement coming up maybe this week or next. So stay tuned and follow us on Facebook at the pinball network so that you don't miss out on that. Make sure you're also following us on your favorite pod catcher as well as reviewing us on your favorite pod reviewer thingy. <sighs> also straight down the middle, a pinball video series on YouTube. Go check that out. We got some new stuff coming, coming out very soon as, uh, as, Oh, including Greg and I exchanging gifts and seeing presents. And that was a fun episode. We do have two top 10 lists that I think you would love, Dennis. Top 10 mm. most overrated games and top <gasps> 10 most underrated games. That's actually, those are interesting topics. Mm -hmm. I think I will watch those. Yeah. We also have some reviews coming up for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Willy Wonka. So watch, watch, wow, watch. The Wonka review still not out. Still not out. No, Greg just now... A couple months ago, he had it for about four months. It was able to actually put some good time on it for a review. So, oh, okay. We are in now. We're always waiting for Greg to be able to play. It's Rick and Morty. Mm -hmm. I'm wanting to review it, but he doesn't have enough time. Well, Greg's busy uh, selling houses. Absolutely. So, if you're ready to buy a house, buy from Greg. But if you're ready to buy a pinball machine, Escalera, or an arcade, maybe contact Flipping Out Pinball. Mm -hmm. Flipping Out Pinball. Some, that's a, that news is a little raw. Yeah, a little bit. Won't get into it too deep yet. You're not going to find it on the website, but uh, coming soon, 2021. Flippinoutpinball.com or Zach, Z A C H, at flip the letter in outpinball.com. Or you can text, message, call 812 457 Our machine showcase this week is one, is, uh, is one of Greg Bone's favorite, actually. I don't know how I was going to say yours, Dennis, but I think you like it, but it's not like your favorite. Oh, Batman. Batman 66 Premium, yeah. Yeah, I do like Batman. Yep. It's a lot of fun. That's what we're showcasing this week. We do have some in stock as well as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles premium in stock. I think I'd still have a pro actually too that I'm not advertising here, but I forgot about it, but I think I have a pro. Avengers Pro still in stock, down to a couple. Speaking of down to a couple, Hot Wheels, only one left right now in stock. Star Wars Comic Pro, only one left in stock. We can still get you the pin versions of Star Wars, both the original comic book as well as uh, Guardians, one left in stock, and MMR accessories, as well as used games. I got a Hobbit. I got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Pro. They're cheap, 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 too. And uh, what else I got? Oh, Iron Man Vault. Mm, I like Iron Man a lot. That was a. I've been playing that. That's a fun game. Pissed me off, but it's you, a fun game. You've always been fairly cold to Iron Man. I have, but every time I pull one into the shop, I always love it for a little bit, and then it grows cold again. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's, not, it's not a deep game. Yeah, yeah. That was that uh, last week on TPN as we're wrapping up. Sorry, long episode here. Final round did interview Chris Stevens. That was enjoyable. Just the general banter between Marty and Jeff mm -hmm. was uh, a highlight this week. I you get to, early on, you get to really hear Jeff's love of Led Zeppelin. Oh, yes. A whole lot of love. Oh, sorry. Let it slide this time. <laughs> it just comes out of me. I've got so much joy. I know. You just seem to be unable to control yourself. <laughs> it's, it's just shocking. That's so true. Midweek show featuring Craig Bobby. He interviewed Deep Root correspondent for TPS, Chris Chandler. 
about the behind mm. the scenes workings and his experience going to deep root facilities. He's pretty good. Other than Craig tried to turn Chris against me, which is pointless. I think it was a, a light attempt at, that, at best. No, I think Craig did his absolute best and his best just wasn't very good. Oh, try again, Bobby. Jesse J's pinball adventures yeah. was hosted. Like we catch said. you on the flip side in hell. Oh, right. Poor Craig, man. He, Craig might get it worse than me from you. No. I know. I'm, that's I'm, not true. I was just trying to tell myself that. I mean, the segregating the M&M's demand, that was a little much, Craig. So I'm just, I'm busting some M&M's here. So Jesse J, or I mentioned, yeah, with uh, this time hosted by Ryan C and not Jesse J. I don't know what's going Kate on Martin. over there. Yeah. That's interesting. They're they're firing each other is what they're doing. Mm. It's vicious uh, and cruel and fascinating. So we allow it to play out. We I, don't at TPN. We do not interfere with no, what the don't. shows do. But I feel like at some point we're going to be a custody judge or something. I don't know how I feel well, about this. You know, if things get to like they start like you know insulting entire continents or something, we may have to step yeah, in. That's, then, but that's very true. I don't know. I might hedge my bet on Jesse J right now. She's been putting in some some extra work, I will say, mm-hmm. for TPN, doing a really fine job uh, with yeah. us over there as a, as a group, helping other people out. So that's great. Ryan, pff, he just Ryan, sits and looks not sexy. A that's not it. at all. <laughs> that's all he does. He makes us all jealous about his his hair and beard and facial hair and. He probably has great body hair, well, you too. Said, you said beard, and then you said facial hair, and I'm like, oh, you're just repeating yourself. No, I'm even saying like his fucking ear hair is probably nice. Who knows? Just another pinball podcast with our buddy Joel. He was catching up on some new pinball releases, and he also suggested a new pinball gold milestone for all to achieve, hmm. and that is earning a compliment from pinball media sensation Dennis Creasel. He said that's probably his biggest goal now. He doesn't know if he'll accomplish uh. it, but he said that he just, he heard the spark in Chris Chandler and he just strives for that now. And I couldn't agree more. I downloaded the episode this morning, so I haven't played it yet. So I had not heard this. Yeah, you'll, you'll hear it. And it was sincere. Wasn't an asshole. It was sincere. Oh, I don't like from you. Yeah, it was sincere. There's, an, there's a growing list of us that uh, are looking for that adornment, but it may take a little time. I also want to congratulate the Loser Kid Pinball Podcast with their 50th episode. Wasn't able to submit anything for that. So uh, from Dennis and I, congratulations. But I will say that Josh did descri- describe his dismay, Dennis, of my mm. appearance on their show and still to a very significant number. You degree, are their number. Your solo appearance is their number one episode. To a significant degree. We're not we're not splitting hairs here. And um, Josh Roop said, I don't know how. And, and he was, but he was serious, Dennis. Like it caught him off guard. He's like, oh, God, I don't know how. Well, in, in in a way, in a way, I do understand that. It's nothing. It's nothing. No, it's nothing negative towards you. It's that if people want to hear you, they can really easily. Like you don't shut up, so you're kind of available. Like on this show weekly, for example. Yeah, and I haven't satiated. Apparently, I mean, I'm only reporting the facts and, here. Numbers and yeah. don't lie. And so from that, so from that, like an outsider looking in, you would think, oh, people want to hear from voices they don't often get to hear from. You would never fall into the bucket of a voice uh, that we don't often get to hear from. I see. Oh, I, but okay. numbers don't lie. Uh, absolutely. Then Josh was like, well, you know, Keith's been on here 14 times. So 
That was my joke. <laughs> they, do, they do keep saying, like, I wonder if, I'm sure it's just because he's, he's you know, he's, he's interesting. He works on games. He's a designer. But it does almost seem like they just want Keith to be number one. So they're just going to have him keep trying. Give, I know. Give him a letterman jacket. Down. Shit. Uh, no, but uh, he said, well, he's been on here more. So in total, he's probably, and then Scott interrupted and said, well, let's be, let's be careful here because he said, Dennis and Zach, when they appeared, they get the number three spot in listens too. So he was like, it's not an anomaly. Like this, there's something to this. Yeah, but part of that number three probably was oh, uh, was useful not, by the no, fact no, no, no. that that is the Scott tears into deep roots episode. Well, <laughs> just like you know, Scott like had sure, all the blades but, out. He had sharpened his Deadpool katana and he was swinging <laughs> away. But uh, you know. Numbers don't lie, like you said. The facts are the facts. We got the number one listen to episode over there and the number three. And, you know, we allowed Keith Elwin to get in that second and fourth spot. I, I just, I don't want to show up on there again because it's all over. I mean, I guess it becomes a Zach show at that point. So they're, I think <laughs> well, downplaying me is well, probably a good thing. Well, but people don't call it the Keith. Well, okay. I guess there were a lot of jokes made about how yes, many times Keith has been on. Were. So Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to let them have that. They don't have to highlight me and I'll still shine for piece of gold coming up this week on tpn possibly a holiday drop of the puppet pals i like how we always have to hedge with puppet pals i know <laughs> maybe, maybe. We're not sure. we don't really really never know what the puppets will ultimately do oh, fucking steve Ooh, silver ball chronicles i think it was before year's end we might have a silver ball chronicles yes now that almost assuredly will happen before new year's okay okay and we don't know the topic yet so mystery's still out there all right, ladies and gentlemen, happy holidays. Thank you all for the continued support in 2020. It's been a shit year overall, but we've been here with you each and every week, and we're not going to stop now. And I hope you all open up a Christmas gift that's better than anything you can purchase, and that's love and nurturance from those that you love and your friends around the world in pinball. Just hopefully you consider us two of them. For Dennis Creasel, I'm Zach Manning. Remember, you can now go and get the lead out. And always practice safe pinball by taking that goddamn elf on the shelf, shoving it in the box, and not seeing that wretched piece of shit until next December. Up. So long, everybody. There's a lady who's sure All that glitters is gold And she's buying the stairway Hey, we'll punch through this in an hour, Zach. <laughs> You're so optimistic. Uh.